1: the party let's get down to crazy jimmy big up myself and always, I'll be the one and only the turkish MC. always love the clothes of jimmy bitch i your one i wanna be Jimmy stuff, new celebrity will take you Hello, hello, hello. What's up everybody?
3: Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture and entertainment. We got a fun show for you guys today. It's going to be uh, an amazing time with guests Robert Paul Taylor and Dane Rhodes. Both are uh, super accomplished actors in the field of entertainment. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And before we get started, let's say hi to everybody starting off with our cool outrageous man about town
4: co-host Mr. Ron Russell. You'll have to excuse me while I tongue kiss my dog.
3: I don't think we look light enough. Don't you think we should be lighter? We should be lighter? Yeah. Make it it lighter.
4: (laughs) Hey, everybody. Yes, we're excited. I don't know what we're excited about, but I just said that to make the show sound interesting. No, now we look blue. There we go. We need more lights. There we are. There you go. Can't get any brighter than that. What's
3: up, everybody? We're going to have a lot of fun today. And say hi to Astro. Astro's sitting on Ron's
4: Lyle. You can't yes. really see him. and folks, I didn't shave, and the reason being, I start a movie next week, and I'm going to have a beard in it because I play a doctor, and I want to look like a doctor and not like, a you know, Hollywood whatever. So what's up? We've got um, Backpack John in the chat
3: room. Cindy Lady Lakes in the chat room. Okay, Astro, sit, behave. Actually, people are just coming in. That's right, you guys. We're starting a new film. Uh, we start right. shooting on Sunday.
4: With Sadie Katz. I play a doctor advising Sadie Katz on something. You have to watch the movie to see what it is it'll be a lot of fun we are going to discover we haven't really announced it yet but we'll announce a little bit now give the name i mean it's so stupid that they don't do all this crap years ago before a picture even came out they did pre-publicity we were waiting in anticipation for a movie to come out oh my god it's three months three months like they did with sex in the city you know they started it last year that they were going to do it now they did it it premieres december 9th on hbo so we all know about it and we're waiting for it same thing with downtown Abbey. Uh, downtown da- downtown yeah. abbey i call it downtown downtown abbey they uh said they were shooting it last year and now it's going to be a christmas release sometime so i believe that pre-publicity um, works but tonight we're going to have fun we're going to a nightclub called oscars here in palm springs and we're going to see our friend john john james again who is probably one of the most delightful actors you want to know you remember him on dynasty of course as the gorgeous hunk that everybody used Jeff to. Jeff Colby. Yeah, Jeff, you, everybody used to swoon and faint over. And also, two other cast members will be at Oscars tonight from Dynasty. Jack Coleman, <clears> who played Stephen, Stephen. Carrington,
3: is going to be there, and Gordon Thompson, who was right. Adam Carrington, is going to be there. And right. the name of the show is Our Dynasty Tales from the Set. Right. And it's tonight at 7 o'clock, and you can go to OscarsPalmSprings.com to get tickets if you're and you want to go. Yeah, so
4: if you're in the Palm Springs area, you know, come on down. And, and uh, meet and greet with us and meet the boys. Uh, I also, after the show tonight, I want to ask the three fellas if they'll come on our show and do a private interview. And I'm sure they will. So we'll see what happens tonight.
3: Absolutely. It's going to be a lot of fun.
4: I, the camera's too much to you. I need some more.
3: Also, I hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. We had a terrible thanks. We had a great Thanksgiving, but we had a terrible a uh, stress of thanksgiving i
4: wasn't gonna go into that why not people well, want to be- know because you know i have to not have to rent i don't rent by the way i speak we <laughs> bought our turkey at costco we paid 98 cents a pound and i thought it was a great deal it turns out the turkey was rotted and when we opened it up the stench that came out was like during a war when you have dead bodies all over or a mafia wedding it smelled like dead bodies all over anyway we had to throw that turkey out now we At have an one o'clock in the afternoon we have an important <laughs> guest coming Su Wong, who i wanted to impress and Je- and uh, ted another guy who's a pal of ours and no turkey how do you have a thanksgiving dinner without a turkey so quickly my daughter leslie said go to gelson's they probably have uh, un- undef- defrosted, uh turkeys that were not frozen and jimmy did he went there but except gelson wanted five dollars a pound for a turkey and that's a bit ridiculous so he went to ralph's and then
3: i went to ralph's and i got instead of getting a big turkey i got two 12 pound turkeys because we only had three hours till the guests were coming and we had to cook them quick and uh and ended up that our guests were both were 45 minutes late which worked out perfect for us because they were late coming in from LA because there was a lot of traffic and we had just enough time to get the turkeys cooked and everything worked out absolutely beautifully. And it was a wonderful evening, but we had a couple of hours of stress.
4: Well, the, turkey, <laughs> the turkey wasn't our usual 22, 23 pound beauty. It looked like a, a chicken, you know, a big bird laying there. It was, wasn't that fun. So I was really disappointed in uh, the Thanksgiving part of it. But Sue Wong made up from it, for it because she's quite glamorous and exciting, and her conversations are really um, intelligent and fun. And Ted was just as charming as could be, and he kept my two daughters entertained so that we all relaxed from the uh, absentee turkey fiasco.
3: Absolutely. We want to welcome, to in the chat room, Mike Wagner just showed up from the Mike Wagner Show uh, we love Mike Wagner hey, Mike. And, and also Dawn Hinton is there. She says she fell on Monday, so she's moving slowly. So we hope you're feeling better.
4: Oh, Dawn. Oh,
3: what, you, what you got a watch
4: on for her today? Yes, I do. It's another 40s. You know, it matches. 49. My, it it has the same shade of blue and uh, chartreuse in it as my shirt. He can, she so it can matches see it. my shirt. What's the thing? <laughs> what the I could never find that. It matches, matches my shirt perfectly. I love to match wristwatches with the cuff of my shirt, whatever color the cuff is.
3: It's always a lot of so fun. I
4: feel weird with growing this beard. You know, I don't know how people can tolerate a beard. It itches. It gets caught on the sheets when you're sleeping. And food gets all over the mustache part. So it's really not... Ugh, I, know, I can't wait to shave it off. But I don't shoot... I like mine. Well, you, you look better with it. Uh, I don't film my scenes until... Um, Tuesday,
3: no, a week from Tuesday, a week
4: from Tuesday, so I have a long time to grow it. Then I will dye it so it will show. So I'm going to have black eyebrows, a black goatee and white hair. Interesting, different. I don't want to look the same in every movie.
3: You guys will like it, though, and um, we do have a phenomenal cast attached. And most Everybody's been on it. All, all the lead people have been on mm-hmm. our show, so it's going to be a lot of fun. And we have Lorreen Landon, Sadie Katz, yep. Vernon Wells,
4: Ron. I'm not, I'm not in any of Lorene scenes, no. Um, no,
3: and no. Victoria DeMare, who was on our show a couple of years right. ago, is going to be in it. It's going to be a lot of fun.
4: And uh, I'm happy to work with Sadie because I love her work. They said they can't wait to save the beards. Well, you'll Lady see says it both next of her week. Sons have next, beards. next week, you'll see it. Because Wednesday, because I shoot, what, Tuesday? You shoot in two weeks. In two weeks. So yes, next Wednesday I will have to be it. I look like, um, when I had one years ago, and I look like a magician. Mandrake the Magician. I get very uh, demonic looking when I have a goatee and a mustache with these black thick eyebrows and my white hair. It's really quite interesting. Anyway, we'll see what happens. As I said, I don't believe in looking the same in every movie. I am in mean, because that's... That's not acting. I have to be a doctor, so I to speak correctly. No Brooklyn accent whatsoever. Possibly a bit of a British accent, if they allow it. I'm not sure. Just a slight hint that possibly I came from London. But we'll see what they say when we get on the set.
3: That's right. It'll be a lot of fun. So, uh... Before our first guest comes on, I thought I'd do some of our little advertising stuff and get it out of the way. Um, So we want to thank everybody for tuning in every week. And uh, you can listen to our show uh, live, obviously, on W4CY Radio every Wednesday from 12 to 2 p.m. Pacific time, 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern time. Um, And then for the replays, you can hear us on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, TuneIn, Pandora, Amazon Prime, and SoundCloud and then you can watch the shows when they go up later on, usually a week later or so on YouTube. Uh, Before you
4: go any further, I want to say something. Um, A few days ago, I lost a very good friend of mine, Arlene Dahl, the movie star. She passed away at 96 years old. Arlene Dahl was probably one of the most beautiful women you would ever see in your life. She had milk-white skin, fire-engine red hair, and emerald green eyes. She was quite the beauty quite a lady, very intelligent, very sophisticated, very well-spoken, and very much a feminine woman. Um, If you go to Facebook to the Ron Russell show, you can now see the video that we shot years ago, an interview with Arlene Dahl, where she talks about her husband, ex-husband, Lex Parker. Was he raping Lana Turner's daughter, Cheryl Crane, at 10 years old? Also, we talk about old Hollywood and we talk about Arlene Dahl's dying three times. Yes, she was in an auto accident and she died. She was dead for 45 minutes and she told us what being dead was like. So I'm thinking now that she's dead, uh, she knows what it's like. Uh, I, she said to me, dying is no big deal. It's like walking from one room to another. So I know that whatever room Arlene Dahl has walked into is going to be far more beautiful with her in that room and far more interesting with her conversation and her charm. Arlene, I love you. Uh, you are a good person. I love all our lunches together. We had a lot of fun. You are quite a character. And uh, if there is a God in Christ or wherever you go, where wherever we go after we die, if there is an after- I hope you're happy there. I love you, in.
3: Yay. And we also want to like welcome B Claudia from Germany to the chat. She was out sending out all the social media stuff for everybody to tune in. So thanks, B, and hope all is well with you in Germany. I love it when we have people in Germany and we have people from all over the place like watching the show. It's a lot of fun.
4: Yeah, especially J Views. You know, we're going to talk about Sadie Katz. I told Sadie that, you know, in the scene that we're in, in the doctor's office, she should accidentally let one of her tits fall out. She said, oh, no, I can't do that. That's not, that's not in the script. I said, no, but it would make Dave Hughes very happy. He's not in the chat room now. <laughs> so, so Dave, Dave it. is not in the chat room. No. So Dave, you <laughs> missed that. I was going to say, Dave, watch the movie because you'll see Sadie's boob fall out. But really, it's not. We're not. That's not in the script. That's freaking hilarious, though.
3: I think it's a lot of
4: fun. Don't you think it's fun? what's fun it's just everything with sadie i love sadie i love sadie i love all the people i work with they're all kids they could be my grand. yeah i understand I, i'm getting a partner in another movie now where i'm playing a grandfather i mean wow from father to grandfather how am i going to play a grandfather Easy. i guess i could be the person's grandfather that i'm playing with right
3: yeah because the person's only 13. Yeah, I guess I You wouldn't really be. I mean, you could be his great, great.
4: You know what? And you could go fuck yourself (laughs) with a telephone pole and enjoy it. That was fucking funny. No, it wasn't funny. It was very (laughs) ageist and cruel and mean and wrong.
3: Okay, 13 to 81. And a half. Oh, shit. Ron has that 81 and a half. I went to
4: my doctor, my heart doctor, and I said, you know, I'm not getting around as much as I did. And I thought after this surgery, I'd have energy plus. He said, well, Ron, after all, you are 81 and a half. So I looked at him. I said, okay, fuck oh, you had to put the half in. So he started to laugh. That's so, I have a very cool heart, specialist.
3: So Dave Hughes just joined us. Dave, you just missed. He was Dave, just talking about it. Sadie and
4: her boobs. Yeah, I was. I asked Sadie to whip a tit out in the scene we're in in the upcoming movie we're shooting in two weeks for you. And Sadie said, "I would, but it's not in the script, so I can't." But see, Dave, but we the, we're going to have a boob come out. As long as you buy just the, for you the
3: film when it comes out, there will be a shower
4: scene. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is a shower scene.
5: Because
4: I know Dave Hughes is madly in love with Sadie Katz. He thinks she's the sexiest girl in the world, which she's one of the Dave sexiest. loves
3: it. He's all happy. Oh, also Angela Joseph joined us. She hey, said sorry. Angie, she's like, Hey baby.
4: Angela, how I are you? I love those children, those grandchildren you have. How'd you make such pretty yeah, grandchildren? You're
3: your, like new grandchild is so gorgeous.
4: Yeah, uh- I mean they're beautiful children. You know, the apple did not fall far from the tree because you're no great beauty, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get back at her for one of her old jokes that she pulled on me. She called me old and something, so I had to get back at her. <laughs> oh, Angie, you're a pretty girl. That's why your grandchildren are pretty.
3: Absolutely. You got to like Anyway, you
4: know, it. when are we going to see you? Are you ever coming to California? Or are you going to stay in that homophobic state called Colorado? I don't think it's homophobic. Oh, it's very it? homophobic, Colorado.
3: Anyway, we're going to bring on our first guest, so we'll see how it all goes. Let's see how we do. Come on in. Let him in, Roxy. Hello,
6: Robert. How are you? Hi,
4: Jimmy. Hi, Ron. Hey, how are you doing, obedient oh, one?
6: I'm fantastic. How are you, gentlemen? Nice to see you.
4: Nice to see good. you too. Now, He's in me... Idlewild, I think.
6: Are Are you You're in Idlewild? Idlewild? I'm, I'm in Lake Arrowhead. Lake Arrowhead. Ron loves it. Oh, there. I love
4: it there. You know, so you have 32 degrees now or lower. It's very cold up there now.
6: It's you know what I just moved here. I just bought a house in uh, August, and so I'm I'm living up here during the week, and I still have my place in Los Angeles. But everyone was telling me in September it's going to start snowing. It's going to be snowing, but it's not too bad yet. It's it's well, not. Uh, it's, I, I it's go not, up
4: to I, I go up to Arrowhead in February. Uh, you know, our kid, my kids, and I and Jimmy, we all go up there for the snow. We take the dogs, and everybody runs wild in the snow. It's quite a lot of snow up there, more so in Big Bear than Arrowhead. There's snow. Yeah, Tell this is my you,
6: first winter up here, so I'm, I'm looking you'll forward. love it. It's
4: really Christmas time. You're growing out your beard. Was it itchy and horrible and disgusting?
6: No, it's very soft and, and soothing. I, I have, I everyone thinks I have a huge, massive beard. And I really ha- don't have that, that heavy of a beard. It just, if you let it grow, it looks real long. But I'm not a real uh, a hairy guy, actually. So it's pretty soft.
4: Hang on, we have to introduce him. Well, might be it's not good either. I was thinking of cutting some pubic hair off and gluing it to my chin. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
6: you can do that. Woo!
4: That I would be an interesting beard. goatee. So hang on, hang
3: on. We're going to introduce you now. Hey, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, writer, actor, producer, director, Robert Paul Taylor. Hello, and welcome to the show. Woo! There we go.
4: That was now my we good got, yeah, Now, we, yeah, now we've got you. I, I, I'm shooting a film next week, and I want it to look different, so I'm growing a beard out, and it itches. It gets caught on everything. It's driving me crazy. And he's only been growing it two days. No, no, no. <laughs>
6: You gotta you know, get past it, the
4: two-week mark. Yeah, well, Jimmy's very evil today, He's saying mean things to me. No, it has only been two days. He doesn't know what's gonna happen this week if he keeps up the evilness. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm.
3: So hold on. So before we get started, we have a, I
4: could even we have a chat room
3: full of people. Um so let's say hi to everybody in the chat room.
4: Who's in the chat room? That's interesting. Uh, not you.
3: I want him to say hi to everybody oh, in you're the chat room. Guys. How are you? There you go. We have like a bunch of different countries represented. Um, they're already saying how cute you are, so that's like really nice. And Thank um, you. Um, they're a lot of fun. So you guys, we met. Uh, we met Robert. Uh, how, how do people call you? They call you Robert Paul Taylor. They use your, I love your name because it's like a big long name. Do do Thank they you. usually just call you Robert, or do they call the whole name so because it, it sounds so impressive? Or
6: how do they usually talk to you, Bobby? <laughs> Most people call me Robert. My family and I've got uh my one agent calls me Bobby.
3: Okay.
6: I, call, I
4: call you Bobby, Bobby too because I can't remember your fucking name it's so long. <laughs>
6: yeah, you can call me Bobby. So I call you Bobby. so you guys My name
4: is Ronnie. It's not Ronnie. My name is Rolando. Where they got Ronnie from Rolando, I'll never know. But, Did you go by well, Ron Russell? Yeah, but Ron, but I only because I'm everybody that knows me knows me as R O N N Y Ronnie.
3: Ronnie. That's funny. So,
4: Eighty one years old, you can't be a Ronnie anymore. So, so
3: you guys listen up. So Ron and I met Robert uh and his fi- fiance, right? Uh Brianna. 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 Brianna so yeah. what happened
4: is is with, she a what fiance
6: ha- or a wife? I don't I don't she, know. Is, she is uh my girlfriend. She's still going school okay oh so
4: no marriage coming up what's going on
6: <laughs> I, knew, I knew i knew ron was going to dig into me yeah i'm, I'm
4: not digging <laughs> in i'm just saying if i were her father i'd beat the shit out of you and say you could never go near her again or have you killed oh
3: uh, they say you're not cute you're
4: really good looking <laughs> <laughs> no, no no what what you're not you're not married yet you got the house up in big bear you have a lovely little wedding there
6: yes we we could it's very beautiful up here we actually just came back from uh the yucatan we were celebrating our our two-year anniversary, and we had a nice trip for ten days, and uh, she'll be coming. Oh, I have
4: day. to, I have to go to lunch with So talked, we have to go
3: back uh, and explain. So Ron and I met Brianna and Robert um, when she's Shung, adorable. Sean, Sean Kanan had a party and was on the roof yep. of the Roosevelt Hotel right. on Holly, like in, on Sunset Boulevard or wherever the hell that is, down in in L.A. for the Emmys when when Studio City got nominated for an Emmy, and we met them there. They were super cool. Ron spent a lot of time talking with them.
4: Right, beyond an English Ron. Brianna is quite beautiful, folks.
3: Yes, she's got a beautiful well,
4: fiance. and she's- I don't know why you're not married to her. I don't get it. Like, What's with <laughs> you guys? What, are you afraid of getting married? Don't worry, Robert. He says this to every guest. No, because- no, no. No. I'm, no, you know what it is? I'm sick and tired of men using women. Oh, yeah. And right. they use these poor broads. These broads hang in there waiting for a ring. And nine yeah. out of ten times they she's get dumped.
3: In, she's in real estate. She doesn't need to wait for him. No, and she,
4: and her, I got news for you with her face. She don't need to wait for anybody.
3: She's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. <laughs> All
4: she's got to do is go out in the market. She'll be gone in a minute. <laughs> yeah.
3: So anyway, we met. So them. if I were
4: you, I'd throw a net over her and make it official. Last I, re- week. I really last love week her. We, last week I, I, I took to her very strongly. She's the sweetest girl in the world.
3: Last week we, we actually we, had an very, very bright.
4: No, she's a doll. She and I really got along. She's a, I have to have lunch with her and, and educate her. <laughs>
3: We had a, a, a you know, a, I have, we a, had a couple on the show. I'm talking. I,
4: fuck you. <laughs> I have a saying, no rock, no cock.
6: No rock, no cock.
4: I got to teach you
3: that. <laughs>
6: so we, we had, he
3: did this last week. We had this couple, a, a couple, and one of them was in, we doing the Macy's parade and he was in Florida, I think. And they were on. And so he was like totally putting the guy on the spot. Like they, when nobody you gonna, wants like, marry? To get
4: married, <laughs> it's like marriage is a terrible thing. I've been married three times. I love it. I did it over and over again.
6: Yeah, we're, not, we're not against it, you know. We're we're something we're looking forward to in the future. But we both come from divorced parents, so it's not something on the so top what. Top that, top doesn't top. Top.
4: that doesn't mean you're going to be divorced. That's bullshit. I came no. from parents- I you guys
6: are a perfect couple, though. I
4: came from parents that were together for fifty five years, and I got divorced. I divorced my wife because I didn't like her. <laughs>
3: Yeah. You guys are such a great couple. Let's go to his. Let's talk about his his career
4: a little bit. Yeah. What are you doing? So, Besides masturbating and abusing that woman.
3: Okay. So hang on. First of all, you guys, you can follow Robert on Instagram. He's is she Robert there? Robert Paul Taylor. Is, is Brianna there? She's
6: probably no. Working. She's working. She'll she'll come up tonight. We just got a big tree for the house, and she's going to do all the decorating.
4: See she's that working. she's a catch, boy. She does decorating. She works. She's a pretty girl. She, I love her. If I was straight, I'd take her away from you. No, <laughs> <laughs> you're not. No, so, not, so you guys listen, you never your... know. They might like gays. A lot of women like gays. So be careful. <laughs> That's so funny. They're all <laughs> upset, though, that
3: you have a girlfriend because you're good looking,
4: which always happens. All the he's, guys He's always not look. that great looking. You got to see her. She's gorgeous. <laughs> he, he's OK. He's OK, but she's gorgeous. <laughs>
3: all right. So you guys can follow Robert on Instagram and he's 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 actually been. So how long have you actually been working in acting a long time? Because I went back on your IMDb and it goes back yeah. a long time. Twenty years. Twenty years, you guys. And Twenty years. And you don't even look old so enough. You're an to old do that. goat.
4: You better marry fast before <laughs> before the Penel doesn't work anymore. All
3: right, let's go. Finish the marriage jokes. We're done. Now let's talk about other stuff. No, shit. I didn't do
4: marriage. I'm now doing penis jokes. <laughs> <laughs> At 40 something years old, you know, the penis gets a little not so hard anymore, and the girls get a little frustrated.
3: So I have a question. First of all, so you guys, he was in an episode of Better Call Saw. We had Patrick Fabian on the show. Uh, oh, wonderful! A, a couple years how ago, you know what Sean? a great guy! How do you know Sean? Wait, you're on a different tub. Day. Stop! Stop! And let's go back. Let me finish talking about one thing, and then you're, you're so boring, about Jimmy. I try. No, to, not I try to make it interesting. Yes. So, no, everybody loves Patrick Fabian. So, how did you like being on bed? I mean, that's one of the biggest shows on television.
6: Uh, it was. It was wonderful. Yeah, I actually. I'm in the season finale of season five, and I'm in the season premiere of season six. So I've got one more up coming up uh, when the new season. Comes out next year. I'm not sure exactly when. You know, they had a little delay because uh, you know Bob had that had a little health yes, issues. Yeah, a little um, But it was wonderful. You know, uh, it was great. It was we shot out in Albuquerque and and as usual, I got to do a lot of stunts and I usually play either you know Sicario or military type guys and um, we had a nice top secret location and uh, got to do some stunt work and. Do you, you know,
3: do a lot of stunt work?
6: I do, I do. I'm not a stunt man, uh, but I do tumbles and falls and uh, firearms and weapons, and I've got some uh, fighting experience and training. And, so and they and-
4: pay they pay you separate.
6: No, I'm not a stunt man. I'm a, I'm a. So performer. you
4: you do all that shit, and it's on the sa- da- daily salary. It
6: depends. Sometimes I get a stunt bump. You know, uh, when it comes to to Saul, we were firing. Um, you know, M4s with blanks. And so when it comes down to the final shot with the blanks and the quibs, I do have a stunt double, you know, for safety. And, right.
4: um, well, but a last now
6: it depends what it is. You know, you, you saw that I have this, um, uh farmers commercial out
3: we're gonna play it i've got it i downloaded it so we can play okay. it for everybody
6: because i are, love anything allowed, that has to do with we, this. are we allowed because well, it? i you know i'm getting dragged across the concrete at 25 miles an hour with a, a wire uh, on a skid plate and that they didn't call that a stunt you know oh go I,
4: away go away that's not a stunt
6: what do they yeah, call oh, a
4: stunt jumping off the Empire? That's State a really building? big deal, though. Farmers have yeah, gotten hurt. huge. You could have gotten hurt on that. I did it it pulled everybody.
6: it off, but it, you know, later in the day, I'm like, "Is this a stunt bump?" And they said, "No." And I said, "Oh, really? 25 miles an hour across the country?" Oh, and
4: bullshit! I would have <laughs> said, "Fuck you!" No, yeah. you you deserve to be paid stunt for that. That's sure. baloney. So, cheap. How, cheap. You have cheap a cheap. So good, but,
2: um, cheap. Go ahead.
4: Cheap. What is the commercial for?
2: Farmers uh, Insurance.
4: Oh, Farmers Insurance, You're a very cheap company. Uh, with J.K. <laughs> with
3: J.K. Simmons, he's an Academy Award winner. So, like anything, what a that crappy you get to do.
4: You're lucky you have this man in your commercial. You have a really. Otherwise, your commercial would be nothing.
3: You have a really good commercial agent, though, because you have got really big commercials under yeah. your belt.
6: Like I've like, got two nationals running right now, so I've I've been. What's the other school. one?
3: Farmers? What's the other one?
6: I'm in a Verizon commercial for Visible, and that one, if, if that one's really funny, if, if you go to uh, ispot.tv... TV uh uh-huh. and type invisible you'll it'll pop right up it's playing all over i've been getting calls from mexico to new york to people i haven't talked to since i was in high school and it's a visible commercial and i'm on a paddleboard uh holding up uh another guy talking about uh you know the phone service but we shot that one in a lake as well i'm doing acro yoga on a paddleboard no pay. no pay. No pay. Brazilian guy, and that's not considered a stunt anymore. Either. You
4: know what? You know what? You better get a different manager. Because if I was, if I was your manager, you'd be getting paid.
6: I think I did get a stunt bump on that, but we had to fight for it.
4: What do you, mean, you think? Holding a hundred eighty pound man on your head on a oh, lake toss, of, she on she a surfboard? He tossed
3: him in the lake. Hold on, let's play. We're gonna play the farmers one. So uh-huh. here's what I want you to do, Roxy. Get the farmers commercial ready. Go ahead. Uh, tell us. Tell us. Uh, like introduce the commercial for us, and we'll let Roxy play it for everybody.
6: Uh, so farmers, as I'm playing a superhero, um, I'm the bad guy. There was a real sweet gal. I think her name was Nikki. I can't remember her last name. We're we're having a superhero fight she takes off to uh, go see a car accident and J.K. Simmons is already there and he saved the day with the good insurance
4: quote. You know? <laughs> We've seen this commercial a Check lot. Check it out. Check it out, yeah, everybody. This, com- this commercial's up. It plays quite a lot, folks. Check so it so out, you- you everybody. You recognize it when you see it. Go, Roxy, go.
1: Somebody needs seven. citizen i'm here to save already
3: saved the
0: day
1: switched him to farmers so he could save an average of 441 dollars on his auto insurance
0: okay i guess i'll go save the world or whatever
1: if you need saving get a quote from farmers
0: we are farmers bum, 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 bum.
3: i freaking like love it i love all that superhero shit i saw it on your instagram and so that's why i like pulled yeah well it the opening
6: shot they have it real tight but i've got a, a... Rehearsal shot where you see me getting pulled across the concrete, and uh, it was 25 feet. You no, know, it's anytime,
4: anytime away. you're wired, you know, no matter what, sure. it, no matter, anytime you're wired, it's called a stunt. Oh, if yeah, they wire well, yeah. you up in the air, or they pull you, or they throw all that, you
6: all that stuff. When I come up from my back, that was all wire work, too. You know, I do all that you stuff. You
4: know, I, I would really see an attorney. You'll never work again But you could try (laughs) So you guys Some of the other commercials That he's been in Can I just say I was in a movie Where I was supposed My leg torn off by a rat And the rat throws me Against the door And then the rat consumes me well, uh, L- Lionsgate came running in saying, we just found out your age. You're not allowed to do this because you may get hurt. And we don't have a stunt double for you. So we're going to make you go in the basement and the rat eats you in the basement and no one sees it. And I was so disappointed because I wanted to see myself being eaten by a rat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So that's that's what they do now. They they just cut you out of the scene. Yeah, so, no, you know,
6: some of out. the other. So com- they could have
4: cut you out of that commercial if you objected to the wire.
3: No, you couldn't no, object I, to the I'll wire because you do couldn't do it. No. So right. so you guys, other commercials, Robert's been in. He's also been in a Schweppes commercial, a Boost Mobile commercial, Citibank Visa, Mitsubishi, and probably a lot more because that was just all I could pull off of IMDb. Um, but I think it's awesome like, to, to be in those kinds of commercials. No, I'm a union guy.
4: You know, I'm a union guy. I fight for the union uh, benefits. And uh, there are so many benefits in our union that nobody knows about, little tricks and stuff that if you learn, you can uh, – be protected look at this thing where he shot that uh what's what's his name no, who i don't like what's his name oh, baldwin. alec baldwin i mean that what the hell was that all about did he really intend to shoot no, that he broad? didn't intend to i shoot mean how did the gun go how did that happen that was him. how does that happen who put bullets in the gun
5: yeah,
6: i mean it's, I mean, we don't, it's
4: scary now gun. you were using guns in your thing yeah we weren't you fright were you frightened were you frightened
6: no, but I, I've shot real weapons before on multiple shows and you ha- have a, a military coordinator there. You have uh, the armorer and, you know, it's it's very serious and very strict. And I could see something that happened on that set of Rust happening because oftentimes if the set is not real tight, the armor will give you your gun. And you may go fuck around and have a cigarette break and start taking pictures and play around with your gun. You know, they're not watching you 100%. You have to be very responsible. Now, having live rounds is 100% different. Um, But
4: Why, Why were there live rounds?
6: Well, that's what they're trying to figure out. It, it, it's well, What do know, you think?
4: What do you think? You know, you've been around guns. That, it, said,
6: uh, uh, it said on the news that the crew was firing live rounds off camera target practice over on off days. So they were. Messing oh with my that's news. just God, God, fucking ridiculous. That, that's,
4: that's against union.
6: They were messing around with guns offset and somehow it must have got mixed in. I'm not sure. I don't know.
4: Oh, that's my God. That's a tragedy of tragedies. So how did you meet Sean Kanan? That's my question, but anyway, answer, anyway.
6: Is a, so uh, I wrote a movie about four years ago with my uh, producing partner named Jake Barsha, who's a wonderful director and writer, and we wrote a film called South Thirty Two. And oh,
3: that's we were so in the, funny.
6: We were in the casting process, and Sean came across our desk as one of our possible leads. Uh, we had dinner and met him and Michelle. And we just fell in love with him immediately. You know, he's a wonderful man. He's a brilliant actor and charismatic. And Michelle was great. And we had a great dinner. And, and we knew after that we wanted to work together. And so we made this film, South 32. And Sean and I really hit it off. You know, we just became friends. And as you know, Ron, you know, every project you, you Oh, you know- come
4: on. Sean is a dear, 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 dearest friend of mine and Jimmy's. And so's Michelle. In fact, Michelle is directing a movie I wrote. And Sean's going to be in it with me uh oh, i yeah. love sean kane and he's probably one of the best people greatest actor and his wife handles everything brilliantly they're quite a team i love michelle and sean beyond blue i mean yeah. is that it's a, so not fun. that hollywood bullshit love this is like real people no he's
6: great he was great to work with and he's you a know, sweetie
4: pie he's a sweetheart yeah
6: he, i i he taught me a few things and him coming off of you know 20 years of soaps and you know, Sean can do 40, 50 pages a day in dialogue.
4: I know that. I hate him.
6: You know, and I'm, <laughs> I I'm, a, you. I'm a film actor, and I could do six, seven, ten if you push me. But forty to fifty a day is is uh next level, you know. So I I definitely yeah, learned it's no things. level,
4: baby. <laughs> it's so funny because you know, like, I wear a I wear an ear plug because I can't remember lines anymore. I'm too old, and and Sean teases me about it, and we laugh back and forth. And he said to me. If you got forty, pa- I said yes. Jimmy would read the forty pages to me, <laughs> and I repeat them. So does Johnny Depp. So does um all the old bag actors. Uh, the, the Italian, what's his name? Robert. De Robert De Niro, De Niro uses a neoplug, plug. Al Pacino uses a ear plug. Uh, Anne Miriam, Miriam, whatever her Ellen, name, Helen yeah. Miriam, wow. whereas They all the old bags do, because you know we don't remember anymore. But forty yeah, pages guess, yeah. is a joke. It's a joke, 40 pages. I
6: don't know. If, you know, it, like I said, it's it's definitely a muscle. And you exercise it. I'm sure after years of working in soaps, you know, it becomes easier. But uh he was Let me crazy. just
4: let me interrupt you. He gets that 40 page the day of the shoot. No,
6: the
3: night before. Four.
4: No, he said Four. to me he they've altered he said to me they've altered scripts where they've added 10, 20, 30 pages and twitched it around. And they say, here you go, you're on in two minutes, read, learn. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. So we uh, actually, it's funny because I didn't know who you were back then. But but when South Thirty Two, when he did all of that stuff, because we've known Sean for many many years, like, yeah. we brought him on the show. We like we like promoted it. Uh, we did yeah, an is. episode right. uh, for. Right. But I didn't know that that was your film. I didn't know that was your film. Uh, yeah, Jake back and at I, Jake
6: Carson and I, we wrote that. We shot it. I co-starred in it with Sean. We also had Melissa Archer, who's a big soap soap name. Yep.
4: Yep. And Jessica yeah,
6: Cameron yeah. is in it, who's a really oh, good Jessie, friend of ours. Oh, Jesse. I love Jesse. Jessica Cameron did a fantastic job. Oh, yes, she's she's, like big she's one of my
4: super buds. By the way, folks, this guy really is handsome in person. I was just busting his crates because he's a conceited fuck. But no, he's really good looking in person. Thank I told you. you that when I met you, you were handsome. I wasn't coming on to you. I was just, I was telling you how handsome you were. But, you know, his, his future wife, Nick Bice when he gets married this spring, his future wife is far more better looking than he is.
6: Very, <laughs> he is much better looking. And you were going to definitely be at the wedding, mom, Jimmy. I swear
4: uh, to God, definitely. if you don't invite me, I'm going to burn your house down. Watch so Facebook. I, I saw or one, or one movie
3: that was on your IMDb. And I, I think you maybe were only an extra in it, but it was, I, I want to bring it up just because to me, it was such a, like a groundbreaking movie. It was red state. Did you actually watch that movie?
6: I did watch the movie. And, um, God, it was so years ago. That was Kevin Smith.
3: Yeah, it was a Kevin Smith, and he's been on our show, but not we weren't promoting. You know, Red all State. these
4: movies are on YouTube. So if you go into YouTube, folks. Yeah, Ron watches movies on you, YouTube. Yeah, they, the they, have, they have movies that are 20 years old, you know, 1970 and 80 movies, which is wonderful, not just 1940 movies. So if you want to see any of the films that this bad actor's in, uh, you can find it on you his wife is Actually his he's in couples for cheap, but
3: but Red State, Red State though, and I don't even exactly remember what it is. I just remember it was so shocking. You know, the, uh it was
6: like a like an anarchist type movie. So but, what are um, you
4: producing now? Uh
6: right now I'm not producing anything. The last the last thing I did was um after South Thirty Two, Jake and I made another film uh called The Mask of Janice, where we were starting we were in pre-production and then we lost funding for that. And then we made a, um, a mini series for this network called the Zeus network. It's available online. And I created a show called sober coach, which is uh, like a dark comedy about the sober companion world. It's a narrative. It's not a reality show. It's a, you know, a mini TV show. It's eight episodes uh, that premiered in 2019. It's on the Zeus network. You can find it on all the, you know, applications out there. Um, and then, you know, shortly after that, uh, I did Saul. I worked on the good place Ted Danson show. I did an episode on Vita on stars. And isn't then, Kristen
3: quote, Bell in that good place too.
6: Yep. Yeah, yeah, I love I Kristen in, Bell. Yeah. I did an episode in the last season and um, a lot got a lot of people love that show. I mean, I, I get, you I've know, never seen it, use. but
3: I, I'm a huge fan. I've met her several times and she's super freaking nice. And, um, uh, and I was a huge Veronica Mars fan back in the day. And I have
4: to apologize for something because you know, people, a lot of guests that come on our show, they're offended that we don't watch their work. And I like to say to them, the I do four thousand interviews since I'm in the in this racket, over four thousand interviews. If I'm going to watch all of my four thousand movie stars, I'm never going to go to the bathroom, eat, sleep, or walk. I'm just going to sit in front of a TV forever. So I only watch. If you're pushing something now, tomorrow, I will watch it because I have to push it. But yeah. I, I really don't have time. Neither does Jimmy to see all of everybody's work.
3: Actually, though, I've seen a lot of yours. Yeah, well,
4: you're in everything. <laughs> you know, he works. You work a lot. You're an easy watch. So, hey,
3: here's other TV shows. You guys, better. He's been in Better Call Saul, The Good Place, and I only—I didn't write everything down. Vita, which I don't know what that one is. Sober Coach, which I saw that was eight episodes. Berlin Station. Uh, Liberty Crossing, Fresh Off the Boat, New Girl, East Los, East Los High, uh, The Bathroom Diaries, Nash Bridges, Party of Five. That would have been when you were younger. I used to love Party sure. of Five. Uh, Men of a Certain Age was a great show. Actually, all
6: these are really big shows, though. They're, none of them are like and little shit seen, shows. We've
4: seen some of them. Not all of them, but some of them. I'm
6: just like you, Ron. I don't, I don't watch a lot of television, and I don't watch a lot of the shows I work. I'll watch an episode or two to feel the tone. But I often, I come in on season four or five. I'm not going to watch 80 hours. Yeah, I agree.
4: I, you know what? The shitty, the shitty movies I'm in, I never even watch them. I go to the red carpet and I cringe. I say, Ugh, I I hate myself on screen. Do you like yourself on screen?
6: Uh, I don't not like myself, but I, I usually get pissed off because I'll say, oh, the coverage was bad, or I we should have done this coverage better, or... I'll, what happens is people would say, hey, I saw you on The Good Place. And I'll say, well, was I a good guy or a bad guy or whatever? Ha- like, I don't know the storyline that well. So mm-hmm. I'll say, well, what happened at the end? You know, or do you watch that show? And um so, yeah, it, I don't mind. I don't cringe watching myself, but it's hard to not uh watch yourself and, and think, oh, this coverage would have been great or.
4: Well, wait, you know, wait, we- wait. I have a mirror in my bathroom that I look 21 and magnificent in. And then when I see myself on screen, I want to cry. I say, "You ugly, wrinkled, degenerate old bag! Give it up, you're finished. You're oh, ugly." Oh,
6: you're so handsome, Ron. Not in,
4: yeah. on, not on film. Well, not you
6: are right now and in person. We met you, we we loved you, and you're yeah. Very but
4: when I work on film, I always play a mafia killer. So I do my mafia killer face, and that face is a distorted, ugly, wrinkled old face. That's okay. Anyway, we
6: just get better looking.
4: But do you critique yourself? Do you say, "Oh shit, that line! I was uncomfortable with that line. I knew I shouldn't have done it that way. Damn it! Why didn't I do it this way?"
6: Not so much. Uh, More I do. You know, more. No, I do. If you're coming in for a guest star, you only have so much room. If you're if you're in a co-star, you get no coverage. But like East Los High, I, I did eight episodes, and season two was probably one of my most screen time jobs. And when you have more screen time, you have the flexibility to experiment and explore and really expand and, and try different things. You know, it depends yeah, what my, you're on.
4: My thing is a line in a movie tells the story and the line, if it doesn't tell the story, the line doesn't work. And they don't understand this today. I did films 40, 50 years ago. OK, back then the director understood that. And he would say to you, you know, whoever you like you and for instance, Bobby, the line is this and you're not getting across what the line means. You're saying it, but you're not you're not doing it. You know what I mean? And actors today, they don't do that. A line like let's do a simple line. uh, I don't like you okay that's a very simple line but if you say it like i said it it doesn't mean anything but if you understand the line and make it part of the movie then it works if you understand what i'm saying i don't even understand what i'm saying
6: i do it's it's, you it's know, so important lines
4: are so freaking important
6: it's a spoke in the wheel of storytelling absolutely and sometimes absolutely. your job is to just push the storyline and, and push the um the arc of of
4: yeah but sometimes the line doesn't work i was in a movie where i played a gangster and the line was like let's make it up like oh shucks darn heck i'm gonna hit you i mean you know, racketeers don't talk that way. So I told the director, I said, "This line is for the birds. Where is this gangster in Greenwich Village? He's gay." I mean, this sounds like a gay <laughs> a gay gangster in the village. He said, "Well, what's wrong with it?" I said, "It's this is how it should be said." And I said it Brooklyn style. You know what he said to me? "Oh, no one's going to understand that." Why not? Ah, because I used the word joint. I said, yeah, with a coffee cup smell like dirty ass. Remember the joint with a coffee cup smell like dirty ass. That was my line. And he yeah. the he didn't understand. He said people won't what a joint is. I said, well, they're morons, because joint in any racketeer movie is a place. Everybody yeah. knows what the, the joint, right? Joint, well, yeah, it's jail. Do you have a fight with it. a director because you want to line a certain way? Yeah.
6: Well, I I Jake and I, who we've made a few projects together, we'll go back and have discussions. You know, we made a project called the Bathroom Diaries, which is something else I also wrote, Starring. Uh, it's available to watch online. And that was our on, first- on YouTube?
4: On YouTube. That's where it's available. Yeah, so where's it available? Look at it's it. online.
6: It's watch the bathroom diaries dot com. W A well, T C H T H E Bathroom dot com. Watch the bathroom diaries. Interesting
4: title. Give me some of it.
6: What's it about? Give me some. It is a drug-addicted probation officer sex addict falling off the edge of uh, his morality. Yeah, that's it right there. Watch the that was actually Sounds good. It's, Sounds it's good. very good. It's a, it's a mini-series I wrote about eight, ten years ago. And we took it to AFM and we pitched it. And at the time, there was a lot of sex and a lot of drugs in it. Um, it was very risque. And the people at AFM didn't want to touch it. And uh, we found a company that um, wanted to pick it up. Another company wanted to turn it into a feature. I got a few more jobs out of it. Uh, but now television has changed so much in the last 10 years, it would just be like any other show. It
4: would be boring compared to what the, some of the shit they show.
6: Yeah, it wouldn't be boring, but it definitely. Well, you know would be what I mean. Boring
4: in a, is, a, is a wrong word. It would be like kindergarten.
6: Yeah. Well it was, it was funny because I wrote this this the main character Ray on the in the show he you can hear his inner monologue um and and it was like no one had really was doing that before, and then all of a sudden Mr. Robot came out and you hear his inner monologue, and it was like this huge hit, and I was like, i fucking was doing that five years ago you know in Nobody... that terrible they, and they now, probably do got you, you like you.
4: playing bad better than good
6: I do it's funner, you Me know too. I love playing bad. I'm, I'm one of those guys that I have uh, dark features. I was in denial for many years. I needed glasses, so I have a very heavy brow. Most commonly people ask me, you're so serious, or what are you thinking? Are you okay? But really, in my real life, I'm very lighthearted. I'm quirky. I'm playful. I'm sensitive. I'm, I'm a pretty easygoing guy, uh, but my general you know, go to pocket is a untrustworthy blue collar. And so well, I think I,
4: that of me also, because I played rotten, tough guys. I think I'm rotten in person. I'm sarcastically funny because I'm a New York comedian, but I'm not bad. I'm really a good guy inside, but I like playing bad because it's not yeah. who I am. People so used you to like it also. Yeah. Like they used
6: bad. to ask me, are you from New York? And I'd say, no, I'm just an asshole. That was my, uh, my, but you are? Yeah, from,
4: you are from New York.
6: No, I'm from San Francisco. I was a wannabe New Yorker growing up. But you sound up,
4: like New, you sound like New York.
6: Uh, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a New Yorker. I grew up. I love the fast talking. I love the assertiveness. I love when yeah. they tell you, you know what? I don't want to hang out with you. You piss me off. See, you know. I mean talking. that's so
4: that's so Brooklyn. I can't breathe. I love I mean, that. That's great. I you like do a that. good one. I great. talk, but they hire me for my Brooklyn accent. You know why? My Brooklyn accent is called antique Brooklyn. The young people in Brooklyn don't speak like this anymore. All the old goats, I'm the only one left that can speak and hear, you know, at my age. So they hire me for my Brooklyn accent because it is an antique accent.
6: It's nice. Yeah.
4: And yours is good to what you did. I cringe when I see some stars that I happen to know personally and. I see their film, and they say to me, Ron, what do you think of my New York accent? I say, oh, shit, don't ask me that question. And I right. just look at them, and I said, very Hollywood. Yeah, very Hollywood, not not New the York. I honesty
6: of New Yorkers, you know. Uh, I'm, but I'm born and raised in San Francisco. I'm a West Coast kid my whole life.
4: Oh, so but you sound East Coast. That's good.
6: I, I, tell you, I was a wannabe New York. I grew up in all those gangster yeah. movies and, and, you know, Bronx Tale yeah. and all that stuff. I wanted to right. be a wise guy, you know.
4: Right. You did, though, like because uh, you did another It's the best movie. part to play wise guys. Don't you love playing a wise guy?
6: Yeah, I, I mean, it's still my favorite type of movies, you know.
4: But your favorite character, would you love to play uh, the head of the mafia or something? I, I would play that one day.
6: I would as play I, that. You know, it's funny. In the last few years, so I worked a little bit here and there through my 30s. <clears throat> and Around 32, I grew my beard out for the first time in my life. And as soon as I grew my beard out, I just started working. And, I, and so I've kept it. And But as soon as I grew my beard out, I play more Middle Eastern. Yeah, yeah I was going to say European. that. Yeah. I, I was play more say. Greek, Moroccan. Arabic. Arabic, American, Arabic yeah. Like uh, drug real, cartel I, leader, people. I, 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 <laughs>
4: Iranian, you pass for an Iranian.
6: Yeah, real Europeans, they yeah. seem to see my Italian. Because I am Italian. I'm Italian and Spanish. Me, a me bit too. American.
4: I'm Italian, 100%. Um,
6: Italians know I'm Italian. But a lot of people will guess who don't know, you know, when
4: Oh, when you, you have know, you an know. Italian face. I hate to break it to you. The Spanish there, ain't there, buddy. Buddy, You have a real ginzo face. That nose. That, no, you have an Italian face. <laughs> <laughs> That's so nice. You, Italian men are handsome. So you we are the handsomest men in Europe. are Italian men. So yeah. you
3: did a movie called Coyote with uh, and I'm bringing it up. I don't even know what it's about or even if it ever came out, but I'm bringing it up because yeah. you
4: did it with Augie Duke and Augie Duke's a good oh, friend of ours. Love we, Augie. Love Augie we love Augie Duke. We love Augie Duke. Love love love. She's pregnant, you know. She's going to have a baby soon. He does not mind anything foolish. I have
6: okay. a funny story about Coyote I can tell you. Okay, go. Uh, coyote is uh it's a movie about uh a coyote. It's a, it's a a girl who wants to come across the border. I played a border cop. And um, the director is this real great guy. His name is Joe Eddie and the movie's out. Uh, I went to the premiere. I'm not sure where where it was playing, but it was an interesting time in my career. And I was going to listening to Tony Robbins workshops and I was trying to think, you know, as an actor, it's an invisible industry. We don't know why you hired me and why you don't. And so I started (laughs) thinking, I want to ask these directors, why did you hire me? So I, you're cheap,
4: and, you don't get paid a lot.
6: So to this. Well, I'm at the premiere, and I go, and I I just saw this Tony Robinson, and I said, I'm going to start asking people why you hired me. So I go up to Joe, the director, and I go, Hey, Joe, thanks. I had a great time on the film. Looks great. I go, I want to know why did you hire me? And he goes, <laughs> He goes, I didn't want to hire you. I didn't think you were great. My wife was in the room, and she said, You got to hire that guy. And so I did. <laughs>
4: Don't do not laugh. This happens more times than you think. Yeah. Well oh, believe me, we, wives have a lot again, to do with it. It was
6: so funny. I love his honesty.
4: No, wives, wow, nice. wives a wife can absolutely cast someone. There's no question yeah. about that. I've Is I've that known an and heard it over the life? years. I'm sixty-four years in the business and I've heard a lot of directors and producers say, Hey, if I didn't hire him, my wife wasn't gonna sleep with me.
6: Yeah. So, yeah. He said, my wife thought you were fantastic. She said, you must hire him. I didn't think you were that great. you know. That's <laughs> I, he, but I, I no longer did the asking.
3: So <laughs> how did you come up with the whole thing that, cause you do everything you like, you you know, you, according to your IMDB, you direct, you write, you act, you produce, like, how did you decide I'm going to be in the entertainment industry and how old were you when you made that decision?
6: I, uh, I started off in, taking the bus into San Francisco, uh, when I was 16 to pier 39 and I fell in love with juggling. And I, I sort of want my first love was to be a street performer. <laughs> uh, I, I, I juggled. Career I, move. What's that?
4: Big career move.
6: Yeah, exactly. I can, you with, can you I can, juggle? Can you actually juggle? I can, I can still juggle. I do torches, machetes, clubs. <laughs> and I, I fell in love with juggling at 16 in pier 39. And, uh, I, I used I traveled to Europe, uh, in, in the early, in the late nineties through the nineties for three or four months at a time. And I would bring my juggling clubs and meet up with other jugglers and we'd take the train and we'd pass the hat and, you know, buy hash and stay in hostels. And I loved that for a while. And then, um, I got into dancing. I did a bunch of music videos. I was, I was into the dance scene. Uh, my first job was in 1996 for MTV and I was cast in um, three commercials for M2. when oh, they, yeah. they, In 96, they split off. They split off, off yeah. Started, they started doing the grind. Uh, they started playing commercials. It was sort of like, in my opinion, the downfall of they stopped playing music videos. It was. It was a downfall. It was a downfall. I Down. agree.
3: It
4: was the downfall.
6: Yeah, so uh, that was my first job. And um, it was three commercials. And then I did Party of Five. Uh, I had a bar scene. Uh, I did a scene with Don Johnson and Nash Bridges, and by that time I was 22. I was flying to Hollywood. I was part of a theater company down here. I wanted to be a movie star, you know. So I I work. You work.
4: You've been working. You know what? That juggling can come in handy in the spring at your wedding. You could juggle something for us.
6: (laughs) I can still do it. I don't have my clubs here, but uh, so and then so that carried on. At the same time, my first juggling mentor had written a book of poetry when he was homeless as a kid and um, it inspired me to start writing poetry. And so I've written uh, 10 books of poetry uh, as a hobby. I've got eight of them on Barnes and Nobles and amazon.com. Um, oh, that's cool. They, yeah, they sell all over the world. So so poetry books are sort of my hobby. And um, I lost my father to, to brain cancer in 2008. And oh. I put out about seven books. And I kind of start, I got burned out of writing poems. And I said, you know what, I want to write a TV show. And so I took one of my novels and I wrote The Bathroom Diaries, which you guys mm-hmm. played earlier. So yes. that's The Bathroom Diaries is a spin on sort of my old life. Um, and then I spent the next five years doing screenplays. I co-wrote um, a screenplay starring Crispin Glover called By the Rivers of Babylon. I love him. Uh, I, I co-wrote another film um, called recoil which is in in pre-production um i wrote south 32 i co-wrote mask of janice i co-wrote sober coach so um writing scripts is is fun to me i'm not great at coming up with ideas out of thin air but i'm very good at rewrites i'm very good at taking bullet points and blowing them up into 70 80 pages you know i love um, it
4: i I can do that too
6: I don't. I, I don't consider myself a director. I have made three or four films, so I know the ins and outs and how it works. But I. I don't consider myself a director, at least not yet.
4: Okay, um, so so. So you're pretty accomplished. You got a lot of stuff going on.
6: You know. You know, the, you know still, the craft. You know I'm the craft. Still really hitting the acting, um, you know, part. And can work. I say something? Yes, sir.
4: When you are about sixty-five. You're going to come into something that you never imagined you could come into. I was told this by, uh, what's his name, the actor, um, Cesar Romero. I was young, maybe in my 20s, and Cesar was already up in his 50s. And he told me this. He said, Ron, when you come into your 60s, you're going to come into something you don't quite understand. And it happens. The moment you get to be 60, 65, or 70, you find a tranquility inside of you Mm. that allows you to emote the best acting you've ever ever done young is green i agree with that when you get to be an old bag and you've got it all in the underneath you all those years of learning it does show look at christopher Plummer. how wonderful of an actor he was when he got old but when he was young he was terrible
6: I, I no agree seriously i agree with that i'm only 45 Um, you've got a way
4: to go but wait wait till you're over
6: years i've already i already can relate to that you know in the past few years when i work auditions you know with my my partner or or brie or i just want if i don't sound like robert i don't sound like myself i mean i spent many years trying to do all these things and that and it took a lot of a lot of years to let go of all that shit i learned and classes and workshops. Oh, class is
4: the worst thing in the it's world
6: just experience itself is i just trying to be honest and be myself but the life experience of course is is very helpful and i, I understand what you're saying you know i can sequences of it already so you
4: cannot now, learn in school if you let people say i'm going to school to learn to act i start to laugh i said No one learns to act. Either you are an actor or you are not an actor, but you don't. You learn to read lines. You learn to find out where your mark is. You learn where your key light is, but you don't learn to act. Mm -hmm. Acting is an emotion that comes from within. I have the ability, possibly you have the ability to become what we read on that script. That's acting, correct? Yeah. You have to be the character.
6: Thank you to to B Cloud fifty nine said she's read some of my poetry. That's very sweet. Thank you. B B Claudia
5: B B
3: Claudia is in lives in Germany. Her name is B Claudia. She lives in Germany. She's fabulous. Um, She supports everything that we do, um, and she loves reading music and books and stuff. So she'll 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 definitely check. Actually, say hi. Just say hi, B Claudia. She'll
6: love it. Hi, B Claudia. Yeah,
3: she's really one of wonderful... Everybody who supports our show is really yeah. wonderful. Yeah, B. Claudia is like our people. number one
4: fan Germany, and huh? friend.
6: Yeah, Germany. she's in Germany.
4: So say hi oh, in uh, German. Uh, say hello in German.
6: Uh, Guten Morgen. Can you kein Kuss haben? I lived in uh, Bonn for a summer, and I street performed in Dusseldorf. Took the train to Cologne.
4: You were throwing uh,
3: things She said she bought the book Ashburn's Rise.
6: Oh, wonderful. <laughs> yeah, that's my newest book. That's... Uh, 65 Days Through Southeast Asia. It's well, let's so- hear
4: about it. We're not talking about it. What's it what's the title? Your ass Burns? It's
6: called Burn Ash Rise.
4: Burn S. Rise? Ash. Oh, Burn Ash. I like my title better. Your ass Burns. Your, <laughs> Your ass, ass, burns ass Burns will sell more copies. You Tell us about it.
6: it. Uh Burn Ash Rise is um well, I've got like I said, I've got seven books of normal poetry. Uh, you know, a, a title. A beginning and an ending uh, I spent two and a half months traveling through Vietnam Thailand Cambodia and Burnash rise is sort of one big thought wave of traveling through Asia um, and just getting out of Americanism and capitalism and sort of detaching from the machine which uh, you know we live from and just my opinion on um, traveling and, and other culture
3: that's cool she wants me to tell you that she actually lives in Bonn.
6: Oh really? Wow. Yeah. I lived there for a summer. It was beautiful. This was in ninety probably ninety five. I went to very cool. Yeah, I used to go to Love Parade in Berlin every other summer. I went to Berlin the first time in ninety three. I got a piece of the wall somewhere in my, my house, but um I must have been in Bonn in ninety five or ninety six. I have a piece of the wall too someplace actually. So yeah, I don't so, have a. Piece here's, so
3: it. here's something I like to, to do with all the actors that come on. So so bucket list male and female actor that you think it'd be fun to work with that you haven't had an opportunity because you've already worked with a lot of really big people. And number two, what movie if you could be in any movie that's ever been made in history, what movie would you have had liked to have been in? And they oh. can the actor could be dead or alive. It doesn't have to be somebody who's alive.
6: Movie I would have loved to been in was uh, Heat. Michael Mann. Oh. And- yeah,
3: Al Pacino and Val Kilmer.
6: Yeah, it's one of my favorite movies. Or Fight Club. Um, oh, I
3: like Fight Club, too.
6: I'm a huge Chris Nolan fan. I would love to work with him. And he know, did Harry Potter. <laughs> Inception is, is one of my favorite movies as well. You know, I grew up on, I'm a different type of actor. I, I grew up on um on Die Hard, you know, and Lethal Weapon, and, yeah. and Mel Gibson, and, and Terminators, and those, you know, early 90 movies, and... I always wanted to be an action star, you know. I like shooting guns and jumping out of planes and and um stuff like that. You I would make like...
3: a good you'd make a good villain in a James Bond movie cuz you look Bond like you be could great. be a James Bond villain. We should like start a like campaign for you to like be in the next James Bond after this one that's getting ready to come out.
6: Yeah. <laughs> we did a show uh called Berlin Station we shot in Budapest. Yes. Just before COVID we were in Budapest and Vienna and the makeup artist wonderful woman named Tracy Wells she was doing makeup on James Bond and she was doing my makeup and she was like you need to be in James Bond I'm (laughs) gonna reach out to them you need to be a next Bond villain you know
4: now listen you worked a lot so you must have made a lot of money so you can afford to get married this spring sure right you can afford a little wedding won't cost you that much
6: you're gonna be there
4: of course I am I'm gonna plan the wedding (laughs) your future future wife and i are going to plan it we're going to make it wonderful okay so and we'll cover it also
3: give us an actor and an actress that you think would be fun to work with wow Um, doesn't have to be your end all be all but just two people that come to mind like oh my gosh i'd really love to work with these this person
6: yeah there's a lot i would love to work with uh jason bateman i really oh yes i like him too
4: i like him as an actor
6: i like jason i mean of course the Mm -hmm. big stars you know everybody wants to work with the big stars
4: no uh, not necessarily not me
6: yeah i i, I really like jason bateman
4: i want to be the big star i don't want to work with the big star <laughs> because you're not you're invisible when you work with the big star yeah um they, they see to it they make sure that if you're too good they don't want you in the movie
6: you know who else i like uh what's his name who i would really love to work with do
4: you jason like jason
3: statham? statham that's ron's favorite i want to work i want statham. to work with jason
6: I, I have not worked with Jason. I have met him briefly. and How, I
4: how is he as a person? He's short. Very short, I, I know. But I, is he I nice? I
6: I was standing in front of him at a, yeah, we were right at a, our, sure. must have been a Motorola party and he was standing behind me and I looked down and I'm like, yeah. this Jason Statham, you know? I, I mean, mean he looked down. He a big, huge blockbuster movie star, totally respect him, but I couldn't believe it, it was like, it was really short. Um, I like Kyle, uh, Kyle Chandler. Oh, me too. I love him. And I don't know why. He's just one of my favorite actors. Uh, ben Mendelsohn, I'd love to work with. Kyle like- Chandler,
3: he's the guy from Friday Night Lights, the coach, right? On Friday Night Lights? He is. Yeah, and he was in Godzilla or King Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah, or one he's, of- in, and he's in a
6: lot of stuff. He's in a lot of stuff. But he's, you know, he's a, I don't know what classification, but he's working nonstop. But I, I like those real deep blue collar, gritty. You know, he's just always looks fucking like he's going through the worst fucking divorce and got an ulcer and, you know, and some. It just for some reason, I love him. He's great. That's funny. See, my, my
3: my favorite uh, actor of all time is Lance Hendrickson, and he's like that, too. I oh. like fucking I love Lance Hendrickson. I, I, I see Lance. every movie he's in. I know him, too. And uh, yeah, and he's his, been on the show and I think he's great. His ex-wife used to manage me. Oh, that's so funny because when I met him, one of the first times I met him, I think the very first time I said, hey, I watched this movie. It was like Grizzly or some shit. I forgot what it was. It was terrible. I was like, that was like the worst fucking movie I've ever seen. I told him. (laughs) And he said, yeah, sometimes you just got to like take those movies for the alimony payments. (laughs) Yeah.
6: Jane, Jane, his ex-wife, was my manager for a number of years. She's wonderful. And so every year at the Christmas party, he would come. And uh, I love him. Yeah. They have a wonderful child together. And, and, um, He's a, he's a great guy.
3: So give us a female. What are some female stars that you think would be fun to work
6: with? Now I'll go big with this. I'd love to work with Scarlett Johansson. Oh, yeah. Um, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a, that's a, just a, glad that's a new
3: pick, one. I'm nope. just glad you didn't pick Meryl
4: Streep. <laughs> no. Everybody picks Meryl Streep and Ron Vomits. <laughs> and, and no, but Johansson. No. no one has picked Johansson yet.
6: Yeah, I like her. Um, see, that's what I'm saying is I, my favorite movies weren't Gone with the Wind and Meryl Streep and old Sue I, I you know I wanted to be in action movies you know
3: for me it would be Charlize Theron and Julia Roberts they're my two favorite
4: and for me it would be I'd love to I've worked with her once I would love to work again with Sophia Loren now as an adult I'd like to be uh, play her husband in the movie I would love to work with Sophia yeah
6: yeah that
4: would do, be do that you cool. know who Sophia Loren is
6: sure of course
4: no, not, not everybody knows. It's so sad.
3: Actually, we do bring people in. Actually, this would be a test for you. It's a musical question. Do you know who Johnny Mathis is? No. Okay, oh, see, dear God, I'm going to shoot myself. <laughs> this.
4: Shoot myself. We have yeah, some people is. who come
3: on and they don't even know who Barbara Streisand is. We've had people musical. come on. No, and, I was uh,
4: doing a le- I do co- Years ago, I did college lectures on theater, acting.
2: Oh and I, I was
4: doing a college thing and a jerky kid was sitting in front of me looking like he didn't know what the hell I was talking about. And I was talking about Jane Russell, who was my best friend. And then he didn't. I said, "You know who Jane Russell is?" He said, "No." I said, "You know who Barbara Streisand is?" He said, "No, but I've heard of her." <laughs> and I thought to myself, "Ron, get out of this room as quickly as possible because you are far out. You're over. It's you're you're living in another world. You don't know who Barbara Streisand." So
3: you is. need to go onto Spotify and just plug in Johnny Mathis, the greatest just for your own in the world for I'm your not. own. Yeah, just for Chances your own. Chances are. Thing. are you I mean, left, he's old. He's he's like you know in his 90s, I, is, uh,
6: I thought of another few, but Jessica Chastain. I, I like. Oh, her.
3: she's phenomenal.
4: I do. I don't know phenomenal. her.
3: She's the redhead. Um, I like her because she did all those like military movies about the Gulf War stuff yeah, that she did. I like there some really Chastain. good ones. And I just saw another one with her where she's like an assassin, and she's really good.
6: You know, I'd love to work with like Christopher Walken. I, I know, say, chris. Yeah. yes, chris It's like I would. Be, I would probably be so nervous. I wouldn't be yeah. able to. To, to be at work and be at work. I would be
4: like, nah, not Park. not with Chris Walken. No, yeah. Chris, I've... Chris Walken and I grew up in the same neighborhood. We stick the subway home at night together from oh, New wow. York. I used to get all my birthday cakes from his aunt's bakery store. Chris is probably the easiest, nicest, most down to earth, unpretentious a uh, terrific guy. You would work with him beautifully. Oh, he's he's a giver. If you work with him, he would give you to make your role better. He's not a taker.
5: Okay, Chris. Chris, Chris Walken, Walken is real.
4: You really would like work. I've never worked with. Him. I, I may, love that. I may be working with him in a movie, but. He's a great guy. Chris I love Roy. that Saturday love Night
3: Live skit that he did with the cowbell, too. I thought that shit he's was a hilarious. Great, he's a good
4: friend. He's a good good buddy.
3: All right, everybody. So um, we, we have another guest getting ready to call in. So we want everybody to, first of all, follow Robert Paul Taylor on Instagram. It's Robert Paul Taylor. It's easy to find. Check out, make sure you watch the, the beginning of uh, the new season of Better Call Saul when it comes out because he's going to be in it.
4: That sounds very interesting. Bath- the bathroom Diaries. Bathroom Diaries.
6: Yeah, check it
4: out. I'm,
2: I'm going I'm to watch it because it sounds very interesting.
4: Thing.
6: it is it is um i have twitter great title, great title
4: great title well street what's your what's your twitter
6: my twitter is at street fame books at street
3: fame books you guys on twitter so follow him on twitter we want to thank you for coming on the show and
4: bobby yes when you see her brianna well we know her name give her a big wet juicy kiss from me i will and <laughs> say to her will you marry me in the spring
6: all right <laughs> he's you working be, on it you learn one, your line first three people to know ron I
4: I, I I would be so happy i really would because she's so crazy about you she'd marry you in a second
6: she's such a wonderful wonderful woman
4: she she's is. a wonderful person i mean listen i met her and five minutes later we were best friends and i loved her she was the sweetest and and just nice real people i i really liked i took to her like from another life a, a former life that kind of thing
3: All right. So thank you so much and have a Merry
6: Christmas. Yes. Thank you so much. Uh, Merry Christmas to you. Appreciate that for having me on the show. Bye,
2: guys. Uh, uh, Bye-bye.
3: All right, everybody. Now we're going to be bringing on our next guest. Before that, we're going to do a quick music break. This is the brand new single by Ricky Rebel, who we haven't had on the show in a very long time. But it just came out. The name of the song is Preacher. And then as soon as we finish with the song, uh, three minutes later, we're going to bring on our next guest, Mr. Dane Rhodes. Take it away, Roxy.
1: (laughs) To breathe back and to back i <laughs> Me and i think i need to start my own religion get in my bed get out of your head you know you just came here to have a little fun all these fucking leaders on my feet try to pull me down pretending not to see all the love that surrounds me they wish that they had my life i'm not ashamed of having good sex that's my only vice. that's right i was an angel I'll be your lover, your lover I'm not your preacher I'm not your pre-
3: everybody that was ricky rebel the name of the song is preacher brand new it just came out and ricky used to come on the show a lot we haven't seen him too much actually now that we live out here we've seen him at a couple events but we'll have to bring him on in the new year and see what we can do so now we're going to bring on our next guest go ahead and let him in uh roxy let's see how we do hello dane hello how are you hi Oh, perfect. how are you good i wanted to make sure i could hear you so now i'll give you a formal introduction um all right everybody now we want to welcome to the jimmy stars show incredibly talented actor mr dane rhodes hello and welcome to the show
0: hey, hi thank you for having me
3: it's gonna be fun let me get
0: started with introduce
3: you to my outrageous co-host uh man about town mr ron
4: russell hey how you doing
0: i'm good ron how are you who is that you have in your lap that's
4: astro my seven pound little son. He's a little baby boy. He loves me. He never leaves my side. I have to ask. I'm growing a beard for a part I'm playing in a movie next week. Was it uncomfortable when you started your beard? Did it itch and make you nuts?
0: No, I got, I, I don't know why, but I have one of those soft beards. See, another one.
4: Another one with yeah, The last beard. guy had a big mine beard, too. I, I have got, like
0: three days when it's growing, where it's all bristly. Um, yeah, mine feels you know, like... This one's about to come off. I'm almost done with the show. where where, where that I have it for. So you can have it if you want, Ron. I I can send it to you.
4: Yeah, I I wish because (laughs) growing it out is driving me nuts. And then we have to dye it because it's going to be a goatee and a mustache. We have to dye it like my eyebrows. So I'll have black black eyebrows and black beard with white hair. Interesting.
0: I like that
4: look. Yeah, well, I I don't want to look demonic, but it's okay.
0: So we (laughs) have a... uh... Why do
4: you have the beard? For what reason?
0: Uh, It's for a movie called The Visitor.
4: Okay. So, who's in uh, it so why do you now. need to why why is the being essential
0: it's the description of the character that i play i am sort of a let us say an unorthodox uh religious leader okay so there's more of a there's more of a mountain man of him than there is of uh okay You know, I a, I can a, see mountain,
3: you playing a mountain yeah man, mountain though. man that's good you did good with mountain man so hold on we have a chat room full of people lots of different countries represented so just say hi to everybody in the chat room
0: hey everybody I there would, you go. I, I don't know what language to say that in so I English. English
3: everybody can do English so that works. Okay, so tell yeah. us, well, where do you actually you live in Texas, right?
0: No, I'm a New Orleans boy. Make oh, oh New Orleans.
3: Oh, that's right. Yeah. I I'm got that all confused. And So you do oh, so you work a lot. Oh, that's why you know a lot of the people that we know cuz um, I know that we're going to talk about in a minute, Poker run like John Schneider's movie. And like, I know he lives there or his studio is there at least. And yep. Mike Mayhall, I don't know. There's a whole bunch of people that, that I actually, Jeff Caperton and all those people like around, oh, yeah. for, for around that area that we like know who many of my met, a few of them I've had on the show before, but many of my met through Barry, uh, Barry Rogers, oh, the publicist. So that's gotcha. uh, very cool. So, okay. So you've been acting for like a long time and you, obviously a lot of stuff, films in new Orleans. Do you do most of your stuff? From New Orleans,
0: I, I try and operate as much from home as I can. But you know, I'll go where the job is if the character is nice, nice enough. I know Ron knows that. You know that. Yeah. There will
4: travel. Not. I don't travel for two lines. <laughs> no. Right. Exactly. If it's worth it, i travel.
0: I like to stay in the southeast as much as I can. So between Atlanta and here, um Houston, you know the the my stomping grounds. I'm I'm pretty comfortably kept employed. Yeah. I, I, I go uh... as
3: far as Nevada. I pr-
0: I produce a lot of
3: films, and I think I have like nine films like on a slate that we're working on that'll all get shot in Atlanta. Uh, I, so we'll be going to Atlanta, and and you have a ton of titles. I went on IMDb; you have 108, you know, TV and film credits, which is a freaking like lot. And I didn't see the Visitor one, um, so there's probably even more. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, I think I think I'm around 160. Something like that, one hundred and seventy-eight. Yeah, it's a freaking
3: um, like lot. So let me do a little bragging for you real quick, just so people uh, kind of get like an idea of some of the stuff they might have seen you in. Um, I, I There's so many of my – I actually put down the ones that I know or that I know were like huge hits. Um, so you guys, he was in the, the new Justin Timberlake movie Palmer with Juno Temple and Dean Winters and Craig Sheffer. Uh, Semper Fi with uh, Jai Courtney and Finn Wintrock and Leighton Meister. Green Book, which is like an Academy Award movie, I believe. Happy Death Day, which is horror, which I like. The Magnificent Seven with everybody huge in the world. Denzel Washington, Chris Pratt, Ethan Hawk, Cam Gidgenet, Matt Bomer, Peter Skarsgård, Vincent D'Onofrio. Free of Jones with Matthew McConaughey. Uh, Smothered, which is why we had John... Uh, Schneider on our show actually when Smothered came out so we'll talk about that. Trumbo Bad Country who has a huge cast Bullet to the Head with Sylvester Stallone and Jason Momoa who's like my favorite the Django Unchained, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, Looper, The Campaign Green Lantern uh, I love you, Philip Morris. Deja vu, and in TV, you guys have seen him on Creep Show, Queen of the South, The Purge, Homeland, Preacher, Sleepy Hollow, American Horror Story, Salem, Breakout Kings, which was one of my favorite movies. I mean TV shows, Prison Break, and that's just some because I only named about twenty, and like he's got a hundred and sixty. So congratulations on some fucking great career.
0: Well, thanks, Wayne. Thanks. Yeah, wait, it you put it all together like that, and it
4: sounds like I'm working all the time. I- <laughs> <laughs> isn't it the truth? It's the truth. I'm in the business sixty-four years, and it sounds like I work all the time. I think yeah. I work ten times in sixty-four
5: years. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs>
4: but it looks good, it sounds good.
3: It's it, it makes it a whole lot of fun. So so I want to like talk a little bit because uh uh you got this new film, Poker Run. It's John Schneider's film. Um, yeah. you're in it, Jeff Caperton is in it, who we know. And uh, basically, it's kind of like an updated Smokey and the Bandit, right? I mean, that's what it looked yeah, like from the
0: trailer. It's an homage, and it's the sequel to uh, Stand On It, which was the, the first one we did. Um, that was Smokey and the Bandit, and so this is Smokey and the, all the other Smokey and the Bandits after that, two and three kind of mixed together in, in our homage to it, so I... Um, there's a lot mm-hmm. more mixed in there than just Smokey and the Bandit stuff. So
3: It looks um, phenomenal. The trailer looks phenomenal. And we know John Schneider's a great guy. We had a blast with him on the show. And when Smothered came out, um, Ron has a daughter who's an actress, and she was living in New Orleans, and so he invited her to the Smothered premiere. Um, so oh, she, cool. you, you probably met her because you were probably there too. <laughs> I
4: tall, was, yeah. Tall, beautiful redhead. I was there. Tall, tall, yes, it was. Tall, beautiful <laughs> redhead named Deirdre. And and for all you yes, got I horror fans. did fan,
3: meet her. Yeah, that's Ron's Wait, daughter. You? Yeah, <laughs> you you'll
4: never forget her if you meet her. No.
3: <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah, it's that's, a small that's, world. That's my
3: daughter. Wow, what a small world! It makes it all fun. And John was really nice to invite her after he came on the show. Right. And um, and you guys smothered for all you horror movie fans. Uh, we've had all these people on our show: Kane Hodder's in it, R. A. Michaloff's in it, Bill Mosley, uh, John Schneider, and and uh, and Dane, obviously. Don Shanks is in it. Who I love, Don Shanks. Um, it was some cast. It was super amazing, and I'm actually working on a film with Kate Hunter right now. So like, it was really great. So uh, all you horror fans definitely need to see it, and all you people who just like fun movies in general, you guys need to see Poker Run. And what we're gonna do, and hopefully we don't get in trouble, is we're gonna play the trailer. I don't for know it, about that. And uh, oh, cool. we, 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 if we
4: get bounced, we get bounced, folks. Oh, we won't get bounced. I we're, hope we're they, know, they okay. bounce trailers.
3: Is... They don't do it for usually. Well,
4: that, well that's not so. <laughs> You know, let's see. It's uh, weird they've changed all the policies, and we've been notified that if we do anything like this, we will be bounced off the no, air again. That's not it. Sony. We have it. we have been bounced off the air. Only for playing once. music. Yes, for music. I, I but... really hate this freedom of uh, lack of freedom of of expression. So I want
3: you, I want you, Dane, to actually like uh, give us some kind of introduction for the for the movie, and then Roxy, you're going to play it when he gets done with his introduction. How's that? All right, go for it, Dane.
0: Well, just like in *Smoky and the Bandit, um, a wager is set up uh, in Stand On It between Duke, played by John Schneider, and um, and the Needham uh, father and son team, who I play one of, the son, I play the son, uh, to bring alcohol back to town. Well, he, he succeeds by getting his friends to help him. So in Poker Run, we have the idea to, to have um, Duke, the character Duke, John Schneider uh, bet and race against all of his friends that helped him in the first movie in a poker run, and the winner's gonna win two and a half million dollars. So Whoa. now we we see how they hold up as friends. There we go.
3: All right, everybody, here's Poker Run trailer. Enjoy.
0: Hunter says Marietta pulls in first. I will take that action. Connie and need the want to know if you want to play one hand of poker for two point five million dollars. Can I raise Boy, you can do whatever you want to do. We already did that part, little lady. You're right, Daddy, we done did that part. My bad. No, no, no! Why in the world would I risk the $500,000 I just won? So you could offer your friend a lifetime of financial security. I'm still gonna do it yet. You think Mary is in, Daddy? He's (laughs) in.
6: Frosty. You got what
5: your you ears on, right? on, son. Right in my hat. As
2: you do. Not again. Oh, what is this all about water? There's something serious to it.
1: Absolutely.
2: That's what I'm talking about, Dad. Oh, I watered skate all the time.
5: Which means you never actually broke the boat before. Nope, never that once. God
2: bless you, Ricky Body! Oh, you never let me have any
0: fun. you You just don't care how you get there. I didn't like you in 1977, but I don't like you now. Who the hell are you? Tyrus couldn't get out of his gig in New York. He gave me a call this morning. Just go with it.
3: Okay. I don't care if you're Sheriff, you for King
5: Justice. Where's he going?
0: Start cut.
5: You know it nope. Why
0: not? Trust. The name is Roy, and I like it. drive.
1: You understand that I'm the only one here that can actually win this thing.
5: Area. I mean, really, really bad. Take it around again. Watch where you
2: go. No! It was 89.
5: 100.
2: They'll stop. They always stop. stop. I would, I would move. move. I
5: would
0: move. I told you. What the hell are you doing? I want to watch. This is going to be she great. Out of, 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 of my way, McCluskey. Yeah,
6: that's very funny. Hey, isn't that the guy on the show that has the car with the fancy lights in the grill? Hold on to
0: your bro.
3: Here we go again. Oh, my God. That looks so much fun. You look so different without a beard. Right. I didn't even yeah. recognize you.
4: <laughs> now, are you playing Jackie Gleason's part?
0: No, he's Jackie um, Gleason's Yeah, I am. And did you see I'm also playing Timmy? Needham, the one right. with the big mustache, the, yeah. the guy You know,
4: Burt Reynolds was a very good friend of mine for a lot of years. Burt Reynolds was handled by Lee Winkler. Lee Winkler was the head of Global uh, Enterprises, and he sort of made Burt Reynolds become Burt Reynolds. And I met Burt many, many, many years ago. And I remember one time we were talking at dinner, and I said to him, how come you keep doing these smoking the bandas? He said, they give me a brand new Trans Am every year. <laughs> <laughs> so we did it for the car bert bert was a funny guy um he i think at that time he was with sally fields and he had just made sally fields put in boobs because he liked big boobs and sally went and had the surgery and they put in these enormous boobs but Sally, sally was not happy with them and she had them removed and bert was very disappointed and i remember that was the conversation of the evening. Bert was saying, "If you ain't got big tits, you ain't worth it." <laughs> Bert was a fun guy; I liked him a lot. And Jimmy's dad knew Bert Reynolds also.
3: Yeah, actually, Bert Reynolds' brother was my high school football coach, so he right. used to come oh, hang. Right. I, I I lived in Florida, and he used to in West Palm Beach, and he used to come to the school all the time. And since I was good friends with with his nephew, uh, like we would see him all the time. So it was like kind of like my introduction into meeting famous people, you meet one of the most famous ones in the world. It Actually, was when, I cool. first,
4: when I first met Bert, he was with, he was with Brenda vacaro and she was stalking him because he had broken up with her. And she was <laughs> calling everybody she knew up that knew him. Have you seen Bert? Where is he? Where does he go? Where can I find him? These are good stories that I really should write a book about because there's all inside stuff. Bert Reynolds was quite a ladies man. And um, I asked him. I said, Did you ever make love to Catherine nerve? And he smiled. He said, "Wouldn't you?" I said, "Well, <laughs> I guess I'm gay, but I would." And Bert said, "Well, me too. Yeah." So he made love to Catherine nerve. He made love to everybody. Bert so hold on, go back character. So-, so wait a minute. You're paying homage to a great actor. Well, I'm, pl- I'm pleased. So too, so. I'm pl- very pleased with what you're doing. And I know if Bert were here. He'd say, "God dang, they're doing a good job." <laughs> We so. hope
0: so. Every the fingers were crossed when we we're making it, and John, of course, knew uh, Bert, and yeah. that was his feeling too, is that Bert would love what what we've done with it.
4: Yeah, Bert.
3: So, Bert was a regular Joe. He was a downer. Uh, how do people actually see the movie? Because I know you guys are distributing it differently.
0: Well, yeah, there's well, the John and Alicia own uh, Cineflix, which is a, an on-demand service. Mm-hmm. So you can go there to get any of John's films. You can also go to uh john schneider studios and you can uh they distribute it through his shop there the the um e-store uh from so, the studio so you can get uh you can still get a dvd of it if you'd prefer to own it that way or you can get it streaming or you can rent it and then you can actually go to john's site on vimeo john schneider just put in john schneider's oh that's uh, cool uh, poker right or poker run and it'll come up for you
4: i love what it. made them pick him to play bert's part
0: he did. You know John
4: wrote this. Oh, he cast himself.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah because, yeah, because
4: you it know, right. it's a very hard part to replace. Bert had that wonderful, sarcastic humor and that chuckle. So he could say something very naughty and chuckle and make it good. And he did that in person as well. That was his, his thing. I'm just curious to see how this actor is going to handle the burt part i think
0: it's going to be fabulous oh i think it it's going great to be reviews great. it got great reviews oh, i can't already. wait to
4: see it i will see it definitely yeah, so-
0: John doesn't really play him he plays a character like uh burt's like character Bert. in in that you know he plays a uh, duke who's um
4: is, is he still a wise guy sarcastic quick one-liners yeah, but
0: not near as much as burt was it's a different it's the you know he didn't want to actually um as far as I know, he didn't want to do a, a direct steal from Bert.
4: Right. Right. He wanted to pay
0: homage to it. So the character that he wrote is like it. And we like referenced it. the smoking, the bandit and Bert all the time. Right. Um. In I saw, saw that in even the in the trailer. trailer. Yeah. I saw it in the trailer. Yeah,
3: yeah. I saw that in the trailer. I think that's great. And also I saw Minnie Robinson in there, which we just had her on in maybe like back in August or something. Yep. We had her on the show. Cause Ron is in a movie with her called clown motel too. Right. Who's and, ready? uh, uh, yeah. And Mindy's She's great. A sweet.
4: I love her. She's a sweetie yeah, pie. Yeah, she is a sweetheart. she's, yeah, just she's a sweetie pie.
3: You gotta like love it. So,
0: so now and, how did an easy
4: to work with too?
0: How did you? How did you meet John Schneider? John came. The first time I met uh, John was at a table read of Smothered.
3: Oh, there and you go.
0: I got called up and, and asked to read uh, a character, and I believe it was Don Shank's character because he couldn't make it in in time for the table read. And so uh, John and I hit it off and we started talking that night. And then uh, the character was supposed to be played by Rowdy Roddy Piper. It was written for him. Yeah, I knew him. Um, And then Rowdy got sick and went into the hospital and wasn't able to do the movie. So John reached out and asked if I would play that character.
3: You have such a great voice. I mean, you have a really
4: good voice. And the the part that you're playing is perfect for you. Because have you have, to, you have to have the look, the southern accent, and the gravel voice, and you really, it it, it works well. It really does. Well,
0: thanks, thanks. Good, I, yeah, good, good casting. Lot,
4: good, 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 good casting.
0: I, I think I also, John has an eye for that sort of thing. Yeah.
3: I think it's very hard too to have a gravelly voice like that. That's a real like like sounds real. I think people try to have a gravelly voice, but yours is just a natural gravelly voice, and so yeah. you've got an advantage well, over everybody. It's a everybody. real southern
4: voice. Yeah, it's, ha- it's really. It's southern. how we northerners hear south southern people right. when they speak with that. It's all a yeah. bankhead, you know, was from the south, and oh, yeah. that's why darling, she had that gravelly voice <laughs> for a woman. So it's now, you're sort not gonna of
0: a- believe this, but I was a boy soprano.
4: Well, so was, was so was first. Jimmy. So, oh, yeah, right. uh, so was first Jimmy.
0: My big gig was I was I was thirteen years old and I played the Shepherd Boy in Tosca in the opera opera Tosca.
4: Tosca, right. Oh my god,
5: how
0: oh,
3: yeah. cool is actually I was a That's Soprano. My
0: voice didn't day. change until I hit high school, but then when it changed it, oh, uh,
4: man, it really man. changed. Yeah. So, well do <laughs> you, know, you know who Lara Spencer is? A B C Good Morning America? Yes. Yeah, Lara Spencer and my daughter Leslie grew up together, they're best friends, and I watched Lara's voice go from a soft girl to a very rough, husky voice. Well, she had surgery because she had polyps on her vocals, so they removed them, and I couldn't wait to see Lara. I said, so Lara, tell me, what do you sound like now? And she sounded the same, so I I said, what the hell did they do? She said, I don't know. (laughs) She said, but nothing was successful. Did you ever consider maybe you had uh, polyps on your polyps on your vocals?
0: I just had major throat surgery, um, and so I know I didn't have polyps on the throat. No, mine's just genetic; it's the way it's built. Uh, My voice drops to the back, and I've got a big resonator back there, so it comes out deeper. And that's the same
4: thing with Lara; her voice is the same now as it was when she was fifteen years old. It's sexy on a woman. On a man, oh, yes, yeah. too. Oh, yeah, but yes. I Lauren, Bac- a- I knew Lauren Bacall pretty well, and Lauren Bacall had to train herself to speak a few octaves higher so she didn't sound like a drunk. Because if Lauren uh, Betty, when she spoke in her real voice, she sounded drunk, and she wasn't. I mean, she was drunk right. most of the time, but not all the time. <laughs> but, you know. So when she a w- great laugh. No, when she was sober, she would come off with "Hello, Ron." And it sounded like she was a boozer, but some yeah, people just had hear those it. voices. Yeah, but she was a fabulous broad.
0: So
3: you've worked yeah. with like, oh I mean, your resume is like really seriously phenomenal with all the different things. You have like every A-list actor on the planet in here. Is there, uh, is there a bucket list for you of like maybe a male and a female actor that you have not had an opportunity to work with that you think, oh my God, I would really love to work with these people.
0: Oh, that. Oh um, uh, that's a tough one. I mean, a lot of the ones that I would like to to have worked with have passed away because uh, they can be them too.
3: It it can be an it can be someone who passed away. Ron or you know, Ron uh Ron is basically like the TCM, like he was like Robert Osborne. Osborne. You know, he like knew all of them. He he worked with a whole bunch of them, he knew all the yeah. old actors, so he the always picks the,
4: he, the he always picks the, the legends. legends. All the legends. Um, I knew all the old broads. There,
0: there's a couple out uh, right now that I would, uh, oh, my goodness, that that's a tougher question than you think it is, um, <laughs> you know, because there's so many of them that I would like to work with. There's actually an actor um, that I got to meet. He worked as a director on stage with me, but I would love to act with him. His name is Roy Marsden. You that may that, not I, know that name because he's a big British actor. From the seventies, he had two television series in on the BBC. Um, just a phenomenal man and actor. Um, had met Oscar Wilde when he was a kid. You know, he's he's much older now. And uh, anyhow, uh, that that would be a name that I would throw out right off the bat. Um, there's a couple of British actors that I really really like that I want to spend. How
4: about, of... How about Helen Mirren? How oh, about Helen Mirren?
0: There we go right off the. I mean, there's one. I would I would give a. a, a a leg to actually be able to work with her yeah we we
4: love her a lot actually i um, like her how it. about joan collins oh ron i would joan like ron to I would like, I would like i would
0: have loved to have worked with the young joan collins you know when she was bringing all that vitality and all of that smoke right. she's re- re- she's really not she the
4: she's really not the bitch that she portrays
0: yeah i can't imagine that she could be was, she's not really live that
4: no, it, no, in in, in, per, in person, and she's a Gemini like me. And in person, she has an, a sense of humor like mine. Fabulous sense of humor. Funny girl. She she, she can get bitchy if you attack her, but well, she's not she's not a bitch for real. She's a nice lady. You know,
0: I, I don't know anybody that can make it. And you bro you know this, Ron. You, who, how do you make it in this in this industry without having a thick enough skin and the ability to stand up for yourself, right?
4: No, well, I'm always fighting. You. Oh you know. yeah. So I teach I teach that to Jimmy because he's younger than I. And he said, "Oh, that was in your day." I said, "Bullshit. Even today, you got to talk up, or they'll use you, abuse you, and throw you aside. It's a tough business." In the chat, sure, in the there's chat room. a lot of
0: people that a lot of people that yeah. want to do what we do, right? No, there's always somebody wanting to walk in and replace you. So you got to remind them you are there and you're the joy
4: and you're only as good as your last performance. So get your head out of your ass when you think you're yep, a star it. in the chat room.
3: They're saying that you need to be in a Western or in a movie with Al Pacino
0: and
4: oh, a Western. Uh, he's probably he's already a, done Western westerns. So he's I got did, uh,
0: okay. I did uh, a prison movie that I'm not sure ever came out with Brian mm-hmm. Dennehy. And I, he played the warden of the prison, and I was standing beside him in one scene. And while we were waiting for the camera set up, he turned and he looked up at me and he went, "You do a lot of westerns?" And I went, <laughs> "Yeah." it Turns out, lately, I've been doing a lot of westerns. And he went, "Yeah, I can see it. You got a face for westerns."
4: you do you. I love know, Brian Dennehy. It? I love no, Brian
0: you look, Dennehy. You look
4: very cow- cowboy. Yeah, with the beard, you look, look pretty cowboy. Extreme, like like you're out there panning for gold. <laughs> yep. Actually, it's though, I don't with know. This. I don't know it if Bad
3: Country. This, so. I don't know if Bad Country is a Western or not. Wait, but, I, but you, the Django no. Unchained is and the Magnificent Seven is, so, and yeah. those
4: are huge ones. Wouldn't you yeah. have loved to played in the Sahara Madre movie? Oh my God, would, that's oh some role. God, would who, with Humphrey Bogart? You know, Hull it's been
0: God. time. Those are remade, don't you think?
4: I, I don't want them remade because they will lose the quality they had. You know, Betty Davis and I were friends yeah. when she got to be 150. And we talked a lot about movies. And I said, what was the biggest disappointment that, uh, that you ever seen? She said, when they made the remake of The Letter, she said, it, w- it was just terrible. She said, that's my signature movie. She said, nobody could do that movie like I did. I said, you know, if somebody overheard us, I think you're conceited. She said, fuck them she had a dirty mouth betty she said <laughs> no she said fuck them i don't care what they think she's this is my opinion she said what's her name the beautiful girl that played the part i forgot who died that beautiful actress what the hell was her name anyway it was a bomb and, and betty said leave it alone gable belongs to gone with the wind she said yeah and she she listed a bunch of movies ingrid bergman owns casablanca yeah, no, don't truth, then what you're don't saying? do it because you don't you don't own it.
3: Uh, I was gonna say we have a friend who used yeah. to live in Palm Springs. Now they they moved back to Georgia. Bobby Eeks and her husband's name is David Steen, and David Steen is the guy who gets his penis blown off in in Django Unchained. Right. Oh yeah. I don't I don't know if you you might know him because you were on. I don't know if you're like in any of his scenes because I didn't know who you were, so I didn't look it up when we saw the movie. But um, I, uh, David and I might
0: be in the parlor scene together. Um, um, he might be part of that scene. I don't I don't I don't remember meeting David or knowing David, but he that said, was a massive cast and we yeah. were always in a massive of uh, people. Uh, he actually
3: has like the mold thing that they used, you know, for the blown off penis or whatever. He showed me wow. a picture of it. And I was like, holy shit, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which Wayne makes it all well, no w- fun. His wife, he gets his wife, what he wants the way. He yes.
4: Wants it, so. His wife is a super uh, soap opera star and singer and singer. Bobby, Bobby Eakes. Bobby Eeks Her name is Bobby, Bobby Eakes. Eakes. Bobby Eakes, okay. And She's been on the soaps forever.
3: We like the soap. We have a lot. Of, we live with in any? Palm Springs, California, and like all the soapies, we call them soapies. They all live here. They all live here. Um, so we like yeah. know all of them, and it's a lot of fun. They also think you should have done something with Gene Wilder and- uh, oh. And Michael Caine, the they're, they're, the, the, the no, audience again, is telling you all the people you should be working no, they, with. <laughs> they, think,
4: they think of Please Gene. Please send these
0: messages to Michael Caine.
4: Yes. No, they think of Gene <laughs> Wilder because, because I'm
0: ready. I because
4: if they think of him because of Blazing Saddles. And yeah. yes, you would have been wonderful in Blazing Saddles. Absolutely. With your look and I do, voice. I do
0: a lot of comic film work as well. Yes, I was going to say, like like comedy.
4: like You're good yeah. for light comedy. I would uh, cast I you do, I, I do would do a cast lot of counting you counting
0: work you know yep. so um broad comic comic stuff is is uh, something that I always gravitate to Right and, and I'm hoping no, to I... get to do more of it that's why I love like poker running because I am called on to do a lot of heavy southerners yep. you know um racists and bigots and Also you could uh, play any part and stuff.
4: That it, burl that burl Ives played you could play any of burl oh, Ives yeah. parts in a well, long hot summer, you could have played. I was, that I was
0: about to say, I do a lot of Tennessee William. Uh, Tennessee, or, yeah, a lot of Tennessee. Yeah, you know, so, see, I would cast so you in that. that, like the stuff with John. I, I appreciate so much because it, it lets me pull those other and work those other muscles as. Uh, yeah, but you know what
4: it's saying. You not you're not reading into what it's saying. If somebody said you could do a lot of Tennessee, they're saying you're good. You're good enough of an actor. To do Tennessee just don't right. think because you're an actor you can do him you can't he, oh, he has you could Tennessee has a style that you have to be a very accomplished actor to get it across without looking like a moron absolutely absolutely So I, mean, I, I, I could see that. you in in long hot summer definitely, well, that's definitely. Interesting.
3: what about okay so what about uh give us a female a female actress that you think would be fun to work with
0: well, we talked about Helen Mirren. I would, I would kill to also Yeah, I love Marissa her. Tomei.
4: Oh, I love her. Yep,
0: that's. I, lo- I mean, that is the number one on top of my list. Would be Marissa Tomei. She may
4: be in one of the movies I'm in. They're working on getting her, and she's oh, gonna, gonna play. She's gonna play my uh, daughter.
0: Well, uh, you know what? I'll come and help you. I'll, I'll come. I'll be your. That would be. <laughs> a, that would no only be because we one. need. We
4: need her Brooklyn accent, New York Brooklyn yeah. accent. That
3: would be a really cool. Like she would be a good one though. Like I, I'm a huge fan and and i know like it's probably like like because she's done a lot of great work but like i love my cousin vinnie i think that's like one of the greatest uh, movies like ever um and it's it's got that comedic thing that you like
4: and yeah but she doesn't speak that way in her real life you know
3: no i know but she's a great she, she's in it. a
4: good brooklyn she does a very good brooklyn accent it's very convincing yeah.
3: okay so like pick a movie if you could have been in any movie that's ever in history what movie would you have liked to have been in
0: face in the crowd
4: Oh, even, what a wonderful movie.
0: I don't even know what that is. <laughs> that's, that's Patricia <laughs> Neal. A, Patricia Patri- Neal and Andy Griffiths first. Andy Griffith.
4: And Patricia Neal was, br- didn't she get an Oscar for that? Or a, a, she I was, think so. uh, I, up- I think
0: she was at least nominated for it. I'm not yeah,
4: sure. Yeah, nominated. Not. You she know, I nominated. met her. I knew her and I met her. I was in her apartment and there was a picture of Gary Cooper on the end table big picture. And I was trying to read the inscription without her seeing me read it. And she realized that I was reading it. And she said, go ahead, Ron, you could read it. And he put eternally always my love for you, Patricia. And I said to her, boy, that was some romance you had with him, huh? She said, what do you mean had? I said, still? She said, still. She said said, I loved him all my life. And she was married to Raul uh, doll and had five kids with him and she still loved Gary Cooper she was coming on my yeah. show set the record straight and then I got the word that she had passed away and I was oh. very upset because she was a lovely lovely lady I knew her when she was quite old but she was a lovely lady and that smile was still Patricia Neal when she smiled uh,
0: yeah see I would to work with her to work with oh Becky. me too
4: to work with yeah. Patricia Neal I would flip out oh. Fountainhead and, that, and
0: Carl oh. is in that movie um, yeah, it's a wonderful, wonderful script.
4: Love. We have to love watch it now because I haven't You've know. never
0: seen it I don't face know, in the seen it.
4: Oh, it's a fabulous movie. It, kidding. It'll
0: tear you up. Get ready. It'll tear you up.
4: It's funny because I had never seen anything. You could on... be in that movie too very easily.
0: I, I would love that. Oh, no. You could have well, been cast. Character's name, Andy's character's name is Lonesome Roads
4: Okay, but you could have been cast in that film, absolutely. And, okay. and it would have been uh, very believable. No, you would have been believable in that very believable it's a good good movie yes i think she did win the best supporting actress academy award for it 1957
3: well, I... b claudia is in there saying 1957 with the light ilia kazan yeah mm-hmm. i like love it so you know what do us a favor say hi to b claudia is in germany and she's in here writing all kinds of things. She like loves you. She's like you got the greatest smile. All these different things. So just say hi to B Claudia.
0: Hey B Claudia, thank you. She's really one of the thank coolest
3: you. people on planet Earth that you'll ever meet ever. Um, well, she's she's been she's her, been with
4: her her us picture. for she's been with us for years. And she's never putting in the links
3: for everybody to get poker run, and she's like you can go someplace right. and get autograph copies. And she's like writing all kinds of stuff in there to and, help promote she it. Never,
4: she never. Thank she, you for doing she, that, B. She never misses a week coming into our chat room. She's one of our most dedicated friends.
3: I like I like love it. So what what are some of your we have five minutes left. What are some of your favorite films that you've done? Like do you have certain ones that like stand out as like, oh my God, Absolutely. the greatest experience?
0: I have an independent film that you probably don't know, of, but you can get a hold of on Amazon called Lost by you oh, I think And I- it is one of the most beautiful stories, I think ever. And it kind of defies genre. You're not sure where what type of movie it is, but you get lost in it. I thought the director and the and the DP, and the writers on those were just. It was a joy from beginning to end.
4: And and, and by, honestly, bayou bayou indicates it's in the south.
0: Yeah, it it takes place in Louisiana, out in because the because of Alexandria the
4: bayou. Base. Yeah,
0: right. Yeah, so it's, um, and it's a gorgeous film, Lost Bayou.
4: Where can we um, see that?
0: You can pick that up on Amazon as far as
4: how I know about YouTube? Right are you on YouTube? Is it on YouTube?
0: No, you'll find trailers for it on YouTube.
4: All right. I is think. the is that film on what's was that thing we look at OB? UB? Oh Tubi. Tubi. Is it on Tubi?
0: I doubt Tubi has picked it up because it's a newer film that came to the oh, okay. circuit. Then you'll see it so on I Netflix. Doubt they have it yet.
4: You guys here's
3: what it is it says lost Bayou: a struggling addict ventures into the louisiana swamps to reconnect with her estranged faith healer father only to discover he's hiding a troubling secret aboard his houseboat the, that's poster, you. F- the You're poster the troubled f- father i am
4: wow that's a good part that's a good role
3: and actually the poster for it is really like amazing it's we have a, to a see beautiful that. i poster. want to see
4: where can we see that he
3: just told you amazon what, you, like, what amazon do you what is amazon prime
4: what is Amazon? Yeah, we here?
3: watch it Prime, all the time. We watch free. Amazon. Yeah, it's Amazon Prime. It's for free on Amazon Prime. You just said. Oh, let's watch
4: it tonight. Okay, I know we're going yeah. out tonight. Oh, we're going out tonight. Yeah, Go yeah, that's
0: a that's a good date movie. Okay. You know, when you're when you're ready to have a date night, that's a good one.
4: No, I like your character. It's an interesting. See, I I I like interesting characters. I just don't like people on screen because they're pretty. Right. You know, well, you have to have a depth I don't have to, to worry you. No, you're good looking. You're a very handsome man. I got news for you. I got a couple of women that would go for you if you're available.
0: <laughs> I, well, you know, I'm always taking resumes.
4: <laughs> no, really, I'm serious. I have, you know, who Adrian Barbeau is. Yes,
0: yeah, she told us she's always oh looking. She Ad- told us Ad- she's Adrian looking
4: told me, name. find me a guy. <clears throat> so how she about I fix one. you up with Adrian Barbeau? <laughs>
0: Tell her you found one. He's right here. He no, I'm not. I'm not I'm not kidding earth. you. I am. She's I am, super nice. I am
4: not kidding you. She doesn't want to get married. She just wants a boyfriend to go out with and have a relationship with, and and that's it. Because she's her guy. been she's been married. She has children, and you know, and Adrian still looks gorgeous. She's Smoking oh, hot God. still. You know, she's like I don't know how old you are. She's about seventy-two, but looks fifty. Yeah. You're younger well. than that.
0: I'm, I'm in my 50s. I'm in my late 50s. So, oh, uh, so you're too
4: young for her then. She want you. Yeah,
0: probably. Here. No, I'm not. No, she's
4: eh, not no. too young. Adrian is fabulous. You would love her. She's the sweetest girl in the world. She lives I, in the I valley. She, she lives in the valley. we
0: she would be. So, we we'll start
3: looking out for you cuz we meet everybody. We're gay, so all the women always come and talk to us.
4: Su 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 the Su yes. fa- so, so fashion designer is looking for a guy uh up until she got ill. Which is very sad is my sweetheart. I don't even want to talk about it. Who's who's pa- who's going to pass away very soon? Oh. Yeah, and you will too when you I give you her name. But now, nah. anyway, mm. maybe two minutes. So, yeah. so
3: I have a question. You have an Instagram and you know Stella never post- Stevens. Oh. You know
4: Stella Stevens?
0: Oh, I do know Stella Stevens. Stella's got I, well, Alzheimer's. I know her personally, but I know who she well, is. Obviously,
4: I I know her. She's a dear, dear friend of mine. She's got bad Alzheimer's. And we don't give her much time. So wait. The beautiful Stella Stevens, that gorgeous We only have a
3: minute, so hang on. So you have Scarborough Mm -hmm. Dane as your Instagram, but you've never posted a thing. What's up with that?
0: You know, that was set up by one of my IT people, and it was supposed to connect to my other writings. And for some reason, it never happened, and I just haven't gotten back to it. It's on my list of things to correct. You have to do uh, it because we can get
3: year. you all kinds of. We can, we can get you all kinds of followers, and people will follow you, and then they'll support everything that you do because you were on the show. They'll like make they know who you are now they well, like love it. Let him
0: know that uh, to head over there and I I will get that corrected and start posting up there. He's going to start I'm posting everybody's
3: so follows yeah, there. You know we
4: have over 5 million people that will see the show. That's our audience. We're all over the world. We're in every country in the world. And we've also been voted the third year in a row of the best uh web, web show. show also we were nominated for an Emmy so this Damn. is not a sh- this is not a shitty show you're on a good no, show so push your goodies push all the goodies Hang on, we you want, go, though. we're out of time and it, it, it gets seen by important so people.
3: everybody this is Dane Rhodes please check out his latest film it just came out it's called Poker Run and
4: he's a good actor and he has a great face and hire him I want to see him play and everything next
3: to- that's right Miram. He's got to play. We want to
4: see him win everything. Oh, it's DaneRoads.actor
3: is your website. Is that correct? That's my website, yes. All right. So check out more. You guys go to DaneRoads.actor. We want to wish you a very Merry Christmas because we're out of time. Thank you so much for coming on the show.
4: Everybody check out Poker Run and we'll see you soon. And you're going to be working with you're going to work with Helen Mirren. Watch. All right. She's going to contact you. Uh, That would be great. You'll see. Yeah, there he goes. All right, Dane, thank you so much. We want
3: to thank Take Barry care, Rogers Dane. from uh, Wayne PR yes, also for thanks, setting everybody. this whole thing up. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Good interview. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Thanks a lot.
1: Yeah, we in the mix. We're
5: Russell!